This is a very exciting day because we actually have in-studio guests. This is uh, Marcus and Anthony with you of the Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack podcast. One, thank you for uh, tuning in and listening to this episode. And thank you to our very special guests, the band Wash Brain Immediately. What's up, gentlemen? Hello. 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 Doing good today. <laughs> you guys all got, like, much quieter. Did we? <laughs> Should we get louder? It's all relative, better? man. Don't worry, it'll get there. You'll be fine. Speak into the microphone. Is that good? That does help. All right. That does help. Appreciate it. Just do a cup of the microphone. Is this better? <laughs> yes, and very sexy. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> got a lot sexier here. Might, I, might I add. <laughs> so, we'll get right into it. I mean, the, the first question, I guess, would be, like, we'll, we'll start with all the basic crap. Where are you guys from? Framingham, Massachusetts. Yeah. That's, our, uh, that's our hometown. I think that's, yeah, that's yeah. where we all hail from. Where we play in, it's where we practice, it's where music comes from. It's where we drink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three Dude. of us went to high school together, and that's how we met. And, and then, then I, I stumbled in. Yeah. <laughs> I met this gentleman not too long after that. You know, I should have asked this before we actually started recording. Who plays what? Should we go down the line? Absolutely. Marcus yeah. uh, is the singer. And my name's Mark, and I am the lead singer and laziest member of the band. <laughs> I like to watch them. Yeah, you don't bring their equipment in. No, no gear. Yeah. Is he that I'm guy? Singer. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah. I think I have to be that guy. He hopes they have a PA there, so it's literally <laughs> not there for the carry. He's not saying shit. I put my <laughs> microphone up there in the mic stand, and yeah. I think that's enough. Yeah, yeah. You know. And our next one in the line, he's his is more complicated. <laughs> my name's Dan. I play drums. What did you used to play? I play drugs. I mean, drums. <laughs> I play guitar initially. Oh, why don't you do that anymore, Dan? Uh, oh, well. That's a long story. We can get into that after yeah, introduction. I'm a drummer. All right, all right. I'm making notes. Drummer from guitarist. Okay. Yep. We got Benjamin. And here. I play, like, the lead guitar, you know? It's not, not like rhythm guitar. It's There's like, only one. Uh, there's <laughs> there's only, only one. one. But, I, but I play lead specifically, you know what I mean? I thought there was, we, we, on, we I thought there was only one, but I didn't want. I didn't want to. Di- uh, I'm Fitzy. I play bass, and that's there can be only literally one. all I do. <laughs> that's it. That's all you do. Yep. Yeah. All right, so Framingham, Framingham area. Where? How did it start? Oh uh, boy. In a basement. <laughs> in a basement. This dude's parents' in, basement. In a actually. couple basements. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Well, Two but, more specifically. Yeah, but us, the four of us, though, Mike Petro's basement. Yeah, the guy, the guy that got us on the on this on this podcast right here. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike Petro, man, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah thanks, we used Mike. To jam at this open mic kind of deal, and then we drag everybody back to <laughs> the, the basement afterward. and jam all night. And no, then, but you we for a while remember we were like playing just jamming around. He was like kind of like our sound guy. You <laughs> yeah, remember that? True. That was like a long time ago. Yeah, these like, guys had like, different band. Yeah, you were like running sound for us and then it was yep. like, dude, you play guitar really well, so come rip it with us. 
and we ripped it. <laughs> I, at one point, was teaching their previous singer how to sing better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he stopped being their singer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Was it like a, <laughs> just just step aside, son. Let me take care of this for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have been like that, considering, but I'm not sure what happened to him. I don't know if he just kind of like, he's a blip on a map that just kind of disappeared. But It's yeah. not surprising that memory is very fuzzy for me. <laughs> I don't recall. A lot of osmosis of band members in, in this <laughs> in this scene. Yes. How many years? How many years have you been together? We'd figured out twelve years. Holy shit! I'm wow. so glad you guys figured that out. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, we would actually have to figure two. that out right now. Did you bust out a calculator for that? Damn. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Now tw- twelve I mean, years, all the same guys. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yes. Or all the same rotating these guys. Us four, yes, have been in the band for the past twelve years. But we used to have five members when we started out. There was five of us. Uh, there was a drummer, and he should not be named. <laughs> I mean, no, his, his name was Dave. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but Dave quit the band right around the time we got our jam space, so that was kind of a blow because we just got this jam space and it was this awesome. Like place. making the commitment to like yeah. be right. there, you know, right. all the time and in practice, you know, multiple multiple times a week. And, and uh, uh, he was like, I'm out. Literally, can't, like, can't afford it. it yeah, was like, dude, this is the we were having this conversation beforehand. <laughs> we literally were talking about it. We had just moved in, and then he's like, I have an announcement to make. I think mm-hmm. those are exact words, too. I have yeah. an yeah. announcement to make. Yeah. No hard feelings Thanks, against Dave. Guy, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a blow to the band, right? So, uh, we were just about to start, you know, have this space that we could always play in, and, uh, that kind of, uh, just, just kind of a kick in the kicking the balls there a little bit, um, but we uh, we kept playing, and uh, after a lot of searching, I think we uh, we found uh, found some more drummers and uh, settled on one crazy cat um, who who took us into the uh, into our first uh, full album that we released. Uh, shout out to Brandon, man, that guy's a yeah. he's a trip. <laughs> he was our second drummer, and uh, we miss him. Phenomenal drummer, and uh, right and. Right after we cut our first album is when he quit the band. <laughs> so we haven't had the best luck with drummers. It's like Spinal Tap. Oh, it's I know. We the drummers, the drummers, every time. That's why the worst. That's why what happened with our. We, made a, oh, we yeah. had drummer tryouts. Oh, though. the tryouts. That shit was so yeah. funny, man. Drummer tryouts like, were a trip. Uh, we had we had some characters. Come on. Being in a band is kind of like like being in a relationship with a with a you know person of the uh, opposite persuasion or whatever. And uh, we, we, we saw all types. <laughs> we, I mean, we had people like, uh, you know, leaving their jacket over at our jam space. Like, oh, yo, I think I like left my jacket there. Purposely. Like, purposely. Like, yeah, but you're <laughs> still not going to make it into the band, dude. I'm sorry. Like, you didn't. Nice try. You wanted yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Like, like, I left my jacket there. Let me bring my kid over. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. It was almost like, I mean, he wanted an excuse to come back and, like, see who else we were trying out. But it didn't just and... happen once, though. He, like, left stuff. He left his, he left, like, four things there and would just, like, keep showing up and we'd be trying out another drummer. And he'd be like, oh. It's like the same person. See, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same person. Same. Very yeah. You, you have, like, a. Like a restraining order or anything? I guess. <laughs> no, we tried, but uh, I think he finally got the. Um, I think he got the point. So. point eventually. <laughs> no, and then we had a. Uh, well, of course, Just Noodles. Yes. Right? Oh, Just Noodles. A gentleman named. Oh, well, we like to yes. call him Just Noodles. He uh, he came over and uh, he was an <laughs> awful drummer, like real bad, uh, like not good. If that wasn't clear. And uh, he had this like like thirty pack size cooler that he brought with him, 
And so it sat there for like the whole time. And we we're kind of like, all right, well, like, bought a bunch of beer or whatever, like, see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, man. So I like, took a quick break and it's like, hey, man, so uh, what, what, what's up? What's going on in that cooler? You got, you know, bring a bunch of beer or whatever? He was like, nah, it's just noodles. <laughs> he opened it up and he literally had just a Tupperware with just noodles in but like it. Was plain like, it was like pasta, plain no spaghetti. sauce. No, <laughs> no, no oil. And it was like a big no, nothing. Where it was like, like a would, you put, oh, would you put butter and salt on it? Just noodles. Just you noodles. You could fit a human body in this cooler. <laughs> and we're like, he has one noodles. small Tupperware. <laughs> Dude, noodles. you're in a drum audition. You think it's the right time to be doing this right now? <laughs> <laughs> Unless he incorporated no it into the drums, you know, but, you know, that's right. different. Right, if he threw right. the noodles like on his drum yeah. set or whatever, he right. just ate them right in front of us that while might be, we that watched him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, we were all just like... That might be top ten the weirdest story I've ever heard. Yeah. It was strange. It was, yeah, it was, it was really strange. Strange. We were awestruck at, like, his level of drum playing <laughs> before, like, the, the noodles came out. <laughs> this is just, like, icing on the, the noodle cake there, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, it was just like one after another of just like, flop, we had flop, some good flop, ones, yeah. some good drummers that like oh, yeah. wouldn't commit, some bad drummers that just were bad drummers, and we would commit. Know, <laughs> would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we're obsessed to commit in some cases. Um, then we finally found um, our drummer, Brandon. Brandon. And uh, we were off, off running. Yeah, that's when we started playing a lot more, practicing a lot more. So, yeah. <laughs> and he, was act, he actually wasn't bad. I could actually pick him up pretty clear on that one. That's, no. that's what I thought. Yeah, get comfortable, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we started kind of making a name for ourselves. We were mentioned on the radio. Um, we had sold out a club uh, called O'Brien's in Alston. Yep. Right? Um, <clears throat> we were starting to make headway, and then we cut the album, and we actually saved up to actually make it, you know, an actual studio album, and then he cut out on us uh, right afterwards. He had to move across <laughs> the country. So we had a lot of setback in our, you know, career as a band. Okay. Um, so then we tried doing the drummer search again, and it was worse. <laughs> it was worse yeah, than before, worse. if that was possible. Did you guys tape any of these? Like, is there a oh, video? Dude, that's what we're saying. Oh, we we like, could have had a reality we show. Literally should have had a reality drum show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. Like, like was, a little a DVD release. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was it's cool. like, like, like watch our theater. horrible auditions. Right. Like the Apprentice, but it was just the but worst TV. It was like, and like you know, we're all. I mean, I'd say we're all pretty not normal people. So then, like, you're like, you're weird shit. Yeah. It's like. Well, then you guys have noodles on you at all times. Like, all right. Who brings a cooler that big <laughs> for noodles? For just for noodles. For, yeah, a little bowl of noodles. Uh, and then finally, you know, Dan has literally always been a good drummer. Uh, and Dan, who played guitar. And I was going to say, like, I kind of went through the pictures off the website, but yeah. like, oh, kind of judging ahead of time who played what. And then he said drummer. I was like, what? <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. Right. I didn't quit because I'm a guitar player. That's why. Well, you just, <laughs> just, do, just do both. Not flaky. He kept, no offense. He kept showing up. No, but I, yeah, I play guitar and split the role with Ben. And then it kept failing and failing so I was like alright screw this the four of us keep showing up to practice so well we still all want to I'm gonna play music. drums you know that was the deal going, right it's yeah. like we wanted to keep writing music and it was if we couldn't do it with someone else then we had to do it with each other 
And so honestly, when, this yeah, is the so. core, no matter what. Right? So in the recordings, who was the actual drummer in the recordings? Uh, is it him or is it so your previous? This newest release, yeah. I play drums. Okay. It's the first time we've been in this four-piece formation. The other tracks from five years ago at this point, uh, the CD we put out. Like a flight? Is, if we were a five-piece, I play guitar with Brandon, who he's talking about, on drums. Okay. And then he quit, like... He recorded his tracks and he was just out. Oh. Yep. There you go. What's Goodbye. up, Brandon, man? I hope we, you're listening. We moved you. to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, we had to release it without him. Um, but then, so the new that was Plight of Flight. That was our first um, album with Brandon on it. And now this one, um, Paramecium, Paramecium Dream. Dream, would be Dan's debut as our drummer. Nice. So if you don't mind, at this point, like some, I know we're, we're just kind of getting to know each other, but... For, the, for those that are out there have, have not had the privilege of hearing you yet. Um, so my my understanding is like you get, these guys have actually brought some unreleased tracks for us to actually debut for you. Yes, that's so, it, man. Yeah. So I would like to play one now if we can talk yeah. about Destitute. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Destitute. Uh, you want to talk about the track? Yeah, talk yeah. about it. Yeah, it started. And then, a, it started and then I'll play a, it for them. It started as a, a baseline that I had, uh, just as like a rough sketch. Um, because we were we were kind of writing with with just ourselves, uh, the new formation. Yeah, with the new formation, and it, and it was like kind of getting used to it. And it's just it was a track that had like a very solid, straightforward bassline. I'd been listening to like a lot of um, Red Sparrows, Isis, uh, Neurosis at that time. The band, not the yeah, terrorist the, group. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We've actually had uh, to say that. Good <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Isis is a huge influence. I didn't know they had bass players out there. But whatever. <laughs> Um, can you imagine what they have to answer for? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. What, you mean bass player? Stop yeah. calling me a bass player. <laughs> um, yeah, so we st- kind of started that as like a rough framework, and, uh, and we just kind of did what we normally did over it, and uh, which is like salt and peppered it with, you know, uh, lead guitar, and it just, it was pretty natural. It wasn't the very first one. I think it might have been the second one that we wrote in this kind of new, new arrangement. Um, but it came together real quick. It was easy. Awesome. This is Destitute. Enjoy.
Sweet. Yummy. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. Act like you, we just listened to that whole thing. We just listened to the whole <laughs> I, I heard it. I'm actually excited now because I didn't have these until today. So now I get to go back and like listen to more stuff. Like this is actually like really exciting. So, so you can pretend to like them now mm-hmm. and then later. <laughs> <laughs> Not like them. Biased opinion. Still pretending. <laughs> I love music. Actually, like the, the last couple hours I've been cleaning this room for you guys is like visit. We would do so our that it was presentable. It's very oh, yeah, absolutely. Fun. You know, it's it's like yes. it's like definitely like can like totally like just do this all day. Like that's cool. I like, play you guys at work sometimes too. Oh. Michael, Michael likes it too. He's like, wait a minute, I know these guys. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice to hear. So that being said, let's let's describe your music in your in your words. Uh, well, because to... I, I read your words, so yeah. now I was we like, well, oh, wow, pretentious. I don't even know that <laughs> words. I'll, just, I'll just I'll just make them talk about their. Yeah. Um, I mean, I say we're heavily influenced. It's hard to describe. Yeah, we're I would say if you're gonna say influences, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Tool, bands like this, '90s. Uh, I guess that's probably like grunge and metal. The, the and... simplest, you know. Yeah, we got some. It's a lot Floyd of thrown in there. Yes, for sure. Uh, people Mastodon, stuff like that. But we listen to. I mean, a shit ton of music yeah. collectively. But as far as when we get together, you know. Tool, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, those are definitely bands that rattle. Which is funny because when I when Mike asked me what you what I thought of you guys, I was like, if you took Chris Cornell and fronted Tool, yeah, that's what I got. Very, that that is a huge compliment. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Chris Cornell is like my Everest. As and, I, like and to you, say. I mean, you <laughs> sound <laughs> very close to him too, and I've, I've pointed that out to everyone I've shown you guys too. Mm-hmm. Thank so. you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's like a, it's melodic. Like we we used to have some kind of funky elements. We, we've always tried to like set out and you know it's it's funny because we were like oh we we love you know Tool and Alice in Chains and and, uh, and Pink Floyd and stuff. But uh, it, we've always tried to like set out and do something that hasn't been done. Um, and uh, you know I know it's like super pretentious to say I think, but like we I don't we, know if we succeeded. Uh, I don't know if we succeeded <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah, but uh, we've we've just tried to stay true to like what we we would like to hear, uh, what we like to play, what you know. We we have a very jammy kind of writing style where we just you know you know Fitzy was talking about destitute the, the song you guys just heard uh, he just you know he starts with the riff and then we we just jam that for like like thirty hours <laughs> you know through all these different yeah, just sessions like, uh, we'll, see, we'll, see what we'll, iterations you come up yeah. with and it's like those those pieces you know it's it's funny because we always you guys were saying earlier like having a band that records everything and uh, you know. I think almost every practice, we're like, we should record everything. <laughs> because what we do is this, like, hours and hours of just playing through something. Yeah. And, you know, you we wrote try a song. to commit it to, rem- right. to memory, right? Yeah, so you try yeah. to remember it. Well, and that's, uh, and we your wrote, winter effect, you know, with Frankenstein. It's yeah. pretty much a jam session, but <laughs> right. they made right. it into a song. You know? And we've written, like, so many songs, but we've never recorded them. And then we're just left with, oh, we should have recorded them. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a very improvisation, uh, improvisational writing style. I think it's like we take that riff and then like literally like the the session of each like jam is like around forty minutes, and we'll jam on it for forty minutes and we'll find the ideas in there and then sometimes we'll stop and like talk about it. But like uh, we just we, we feel feel how they how they feel sure. and and then we can start to kind of put them together. Yeah, a lot of we'll, it I feel like becomes self evident like yeah through all of our individual parts and. Like you this belongs like, here. Yeah, this yeah. Should like this transition is, this to is, this. this I'm go gonna this do way. this. What do you guys think about it? It's like, yep, that's, yep. I dig that part. That's what you should do there. 
and then from there it's just really like fine you know fine coat comb tooth going through it and yeah. like you know actually fine tooth comb I believe that's the expression fine comb the desert sorry a pine tone a pine tone sorry go better pine tone tooth don't let me stop you you're doing just fine we have problems with words here too I don't I don't know how you don't know what a pine tooth comb is because I was going to ask, I mean, because uh, one of your songs, off the, the one that's out now is, I mean, I think 12 minutes roughly, like it's, it's up oh, there, yeah. 10, that's, 12, yeah. some of that. That's the yeah, self-t- self-titled Plight of Flight. Right, and, and I was going to ask how you guys come up with such long songs, and uh, I mean, you guys mm-hmm. kind of... What was that, what was the original runtime before Brandon came in? Yeah, uh, yeah. it was over 12 before, um, but... I thought th- it was like 14. I thought it was more like 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Um, yeah, and then Brandon came in and was like, maybe we should cut it down. And they're like, yeah, we should probably cut it down. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what, that was going to be my answer, is that, like, uh, <laughs> how do you guys write such long songs? It's usually about how do we not cut that, like, we, we, we right. usually they start that long and we have to cut them down. Right. It's like, a, we, we have so many different progressive, this, the idea of progressive, like, rock and progressive riffs is, uh... We're just very full of ourselves and we just <laughs> like to hear our own music over and over and over and over again, so... I want to get bored by it. By the time <laughs> Please. We like, to, we like to let the ideas kind of go as far as they can go and take them to as many places as we can and sometimes we get wrapped up in that, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. That was a lifetime ago, though. Honestly, those songs are... We're a different. We've cocooned into a butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Those, I mean, those those songs are from very long time ago. Uh, twenty twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's about ten years ago. Oh, actually, that was written probably more like twenty eleven because that was on the demo, wasn't it? Play to flight. Yeah. Yeah. The demo we recorded all ourselves in uh, Danny's band's basement. So that was the other basement that we played in for a long time. So shout out to Danny's parents. Because <laughs> they used to feed Back us Italian day. food I and know. coffee. I think put up with we our bought them like yeah. $50, teenagers. Like, a, like Olive Garden gift card. When we <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is good, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah sure. of course, when you're however old. I tipped them a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Just hand put it on the table. There you, know? you go. We uh we talked about band influences like so uh, like what if we go individually what about individual influences because you guys made it sound like you guys come from a, like a lot of different backgrounds and like this is kind of like the the melting pot action sure. so if maybe we can go through that I mean yeah um, I guess vocally like you had mentioned Chris Cornell so he's like no. huge <laughs> no. <laughs> no you don't say no. No. huge uh, influence on me Maynard uh, from Tool Staley from Alice in Chains. Um, and even like Paul McCartney and like Steve Tyler and like, you know, those two, when I was a kid, you know, I was always singing along to the Beatles and Aerosmith and some of the classic rock stuff and trying to like hit those crazy high screams that they would do and like blowing my voice out very quickly. Um, I'd also say Chino for you too. That was also kind of a, well, yeah, you know, like the, the, the scream, yeah, most the definitely. Yeah. Um, and then um, more personal influences would be like, you know, um, I, being trained by um, uh, a theater teacher in high school. You know, he was a big influence on me because he taught me how to not blow out my vocal cords and taught me how to actually sing a song without, you know, having this, you know, no stamina. You know, now I have stamina, now I can sing. Um, and my range just went, you know, very got so much bigger mm-hmm. after you know being actually trained in classical and jazz and all that stuff that's awesome so, yeah. that's was, was actually my next question if you yeah. if you did take training so yeah that's, that's awesome yeah 
Danny? Uh, well, uh, a lot of stuff, really. Um, reverberating the same thoughts of classic rock, you know, with Hendrix, Zeppelin, obviously, Floyd, Jeff Beck, group, King Crimson, and then 90s stuff like Tool, Alice in Chains, all that stuff. And then recently, um, like Russian Circles, Post Metal is a huge, Sumac, my favorite band right now is probably Sumac. It's like the most brutal, angelic shit you ever heard in your life. Um, yeah, a lot of post metal, like um, Isis. We were talking about Isis earlier. Same dude, Aaron Turner. Yep. The Form band, right? Yeah. Isis, okay. the band. Yes, yes please. <laughs> Boston based. You know. uh, yes, he went on to do Sumac and Russian Circles, Neurosis, um, Macedon, Primus. Yeah, a lot of a lot of prog. Yeah. Um, Benjamin, <laughs> it's 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 interesting because like I actually owe a lot of my uh, my musical background to to the man who has not answered this question yet, Fitzy, who's sitting over here, because uh, he I think he showed me like a, a whole new world of music, um, stuff that I maybe even like had heard of and knew of, but like didn't really dive into, and he he forced me, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> Head, head in the water, just kind of, whoa, just, whoa. yeah. Uh, <laughs> scary stuff, but, uh, you know, you come out on top. Uh, like, just, I, I really dove in, I think, the Tool. Um, you know, I, I remember when 10,000 Days came out. We were talking about the the new album, Tool, coming out yeah. in, the, in August. But uh, I remember when 10,000 Days coming out, just driving around and fucking listening to that and just yeah, realizing over that, and over again, like, realizing that it. there's just yeah. nothing like that yeah. and that, that very very few people would ever be able to come to uh, you know something like that and that really inspired me as a musician I think uh, just like the, that that album is, is unbelievable and I you know I dove into the whole tool rabbit hole there but um, Pink Floyd for me huge one I know the guys other mentioned it but like David Gilmour his guitar playing I think the way that he can communicate you know, an emotion by bending a string and uh, and having just that right tone. Would you say uh, he's your biggest? David Gilmore probably is my biggest fa- uh, big, biggest influence. Um, he's my biggest fan. Is what I was gonna, <laughs> what I was gonna say. Um, and and then before David Gilmore, uh, like Danny, I'm a huge huge Jimi Hendrix fan. I just I just uh, I got lost in his guitar playing for so long. So. I don't know if he necessarily influenced my style so much, uh, just because he's so hard to play. I didn't really learn as much of his music. Um, oh, you're being modest. Uh, <laughs> it's nobody. It's it, it's hard to play Hendrix, right? I mean, that's a. Yeah. Uh, I only know like four Hendrix songs. He's one of my favorite, you know, favorite guitarists of all time. And then I, I feel like uh, the guys all laugh at me for saying this, but uh, uh-huh. huge guitarist influence in my life is uh, Eddie Van Halen uh, because I think that he can play guitar like no other man can and uh that's his no, his that's his flash yeah, exactly. his flash is what we would we would we would probably poke fun at we but like have Dimebag Daryl if we didn't yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a his his uh-huh. his style or, or, or really like hardcore overdrive either yeah he really really yeah, the tone, man. I mean, he did so much with just again. It's like it's like David Gilmour. He can do so much by just moving a string a little bit, and right. and the how nuance to how he did that was the tone on those drums. <sighs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> you know who else we wouldn't have if it wasn't for uh, Ben Halen? What's that? You know who else we wouldn't have if it wasn't for Ben Halen? Allison Chains. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Most he was the one who told them to uh, maybe they, their sound wasn't '80s hair metal enough. 
uh, start playing this, <laughs> into more, this new grunge. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah, more into it, right? Play more they <laughs> and they got heavier. They were better at it. Oh, yeah. so they were posers. They were posers. Damn them. My influences, I'm I'm very, like, post-metal. I think Russian Circles, Sumac, Yob. Um, actually, like almost everything that the record label Sergeant House puts out, they're amazing. Uh, Helms Lee, have you guys heard of them? Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Um, I Chelsea Wolf, Emma Ruth Rundle. Um, also, I think a huge influence on all of us is uh, Do Make Say Think. Uh, I think a large part of that, like post rock, also. Yeah. Um, Red Sparrows. These are all things that, because, you know, I mean, a lot of what we do in the writing process is jamming. You know, that's kind right. of the, how we hash stuff out. And I think listening to these bands, you know, uh, it just gave us a, a, a way of, of being like, repetition is a good thing. You know, it was a big influence. So yeah. I think um, something that's kind of ironic is that post rock kind of taught me not to sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave a space. Um, Parts can be influential yeah. as well. And right? I've always been like, you know, I want you guys to come out more. And I think, you know, I've been like, as a constructive way of criticism is to be like, no, you need to sing more. I'm like, no, but the music should play more. I'm like, no, you need to sing here. Like that kind of thing. But It's kind of like I a mean, tool mentality as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Very and we'd be remiss to not mention, I don't think anybody said Radiohead yet. Yeah, um, yeah, which, Radiohead. like, you know, yeah. we've always, like, again... Uh, we're super pretentious here, so uh, but like use the use the vocal as an instrument itself, and just right. let it blend in and out of the music uh, naturally. And Radiohead does a really great job of that. And he'll but as far as my, the metal scene, like <laughs> Pantera, Mastodon, oh yeah, we old Metallica, definitely, yeah, old, old Metallica. Metallica. We definitely draw heavily off that as well. Like how you specified old Metallica. Yeah, yeah yes. I think you have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. knock it off. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, one of the first, you know, it's like, I remember when Sam Grisbowski actually, like, put, put a pair of headphones in. Head 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 head. I was on the school bus, and uh, he was like, dude, you got to listen to this shit. And he put this, like, pair of headphones over my ears, you know, like the old, like, Sony Walkman, mm-hmm. tinny-sounding shit, and was like, kill them all first time it was just yes. like cha- literally changed my life like from that point forward it was just like you know I don't know how many goddamn years but just like Pantera Megadeth Cannibal Corpse like mm-hmm. all all you know straightforward from there I had found um, Injustice for All in my brother's room like back in the day yeah yeah that's when I first heard great them album. and that's a great album yeah, yeah. I, I really that's my it. favorite Metallica yeah and that's like at the time it's I don't know unpopular opinion but no, I agree. Uh, actually, you. you're, you're in good company. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, I'm yeah right exactly. Yeah. Super inspired, right? Such a you know what? The only thing that it's missing, like I understand, like the bass was like really turned down, like the recording thing. Right. But it's really like you know what? Bass. I know it's there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Really I'll, play it, I'll like play it in my head. I'll play it in my head. No, it was like the, the, the angst of losing yeah. Cliff was right. like yeah. apparent in the song. Very inspired. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, it was. Plus, they put out like 12 minute songs too. So I mean, you guys are awesome. Right. Exactly. Yep. Well. Eight-minute intros, <laughs> three-minute songs. Transitive law of music. Then we're... <laughs> All right, so we got a pretty good even block of recording here. So what I'd like to do, let's introduce Drone Strike. Okay. Drone Strike is one of our more eclectic ones, I think. Yeah. Not so much Anna Window, but um, I don't know what, you guys, what can you guys say to the music in regards to Drone Strike? Well, it started with... The guitar riff. Yeah. Once again, Ben, ben had a our, guitar our riff. The general process of just kind of just jamming stuff out and 
see where it goes. Yeah, it was it a kind of an ethereal riff? It uh, it just uh, it, it it's 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 uh, how do you how do you describe that riff? Uh, you won't. <laughs> but just gonna listen to it. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of it, sense. It, it, like <laughs> lyrically, I mean, I, I won't speak for Mark, but like you know, the dr- it's called drone strike. A lot of it was due to like these unmanned like attacks. You know, this controversial kind of warlike mentality. So we dove into that. You know, what's right, what's wrong, what what does actually mean for humanity. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we get, but, we get uh, a little deep. Lyrical wise, um, you know, with this one, and um, is, there, is there a way to talk about lyrics without sounding pretentious? No. <laughs> um, I know it's the song where I do mention the album name in it, uh, "Paramecium Dream," which is basically like, you know, all the little people that are getting stomped on, you know, by the I guess the one percent. Um, you know, we have dreams too, and we just get, you know, crapped on by, you know. The people who, uh, the government and all that kind mm-hmm. of, the above, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, the people above us. Yes. Sweet deal. Yeah. All right. This is a drone strike. Enjoy.
record button. This is going to be a hot track. mess starting right. right now because we're recording. Yeah, right. And right I have now? no idea what right to now? ask next. <laughs> I, is it, if you have more than six beers, is it called heavy metal over 12 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have the same ring you to evolved. it. We're not the first people to ask that. I am no, Okay, in, in all honesty, no, very rarely has anybody ever come here and only had six. It's true. <laughs> I believe that. We had... Only have six. Shout out to the gentleman over at um, Secondhand Smoke. Oh. I think a couple of their players left here so tipsy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so flipping flopping. There was Is some that uh, sublime. Is that a, sublime? a lot of shout outs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they were uh, they were a sublime tribute band. They were oh, okay. they were a delight. Cool. It was oh. fucking eight of them. It was a were lot of them. <laughs> were they good? The yeah. section yeah. They, they played too. That was a, that was. A they cool. did. Were they good? Yeah, we Facebook we, we Live. Peppered, I love sublime. So, so if you guys actually look around this basement, I know this is. This, I know you can't see this. I'm sorry. Well, there was like audience, one way over there and one here and one over there. They're all over the closet. This whole room. I mean, there's actually one in the bathroom. Good. It was oh. pretty gnarly. Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and check out that episode. We did. I I did actually listen to a few episodes. I love I love what you guys are doing. So oh, well, thank so. you. Thank you. Great yeah. program, man. A, <laughs> you're such a good liar. I just did. <laughs> no, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be some shit podcast. <laughs> Monotones. <laughs> Welcome to people from Massachusetts doing a podcast. That's gotta be bad. Fucking weird. <laughs> I've, I can say I've never been to Winchendon. No, never been to Winchendon. It's, it's pronounced Winchendon. <laughs> I saw. I know. I saw a bunch of businesses on the way, and they were turning bigger logs into smaller logs <laughs> to sell. That's what they do. That's, That's I know, all they I do. Saw I saw grass-fed beef on the way here, man. I did. So, uh, well, we have a lot of grass. I make oh, logs. Uh-huh. We, we have some cows. All the goats. beef. The greenery yeah, was nice. Yeah, there was a lot of good greenery. Yes. Yes. Wait, have any of you guys been here before? You used to live I've been to Gardner. Yeah, this is on the way. You're not even in Athol. Yeah, let's go. I know. I used to live there, man. Don't talk to me, man. All right, I get it. So we asked you to come to Studio A, and you guys are like, Winchington, which a what? Winchington Village. Which way to Winchington? The good news is there's only like four houses there. So you have like a one. I found it really easily. It was. It was, yeah. They were like, it was next to the You're not quite Western Mass. I like it. All right, enough about my hick town. I like it. Uh, I, I love it. <laughs> we should talk about Watch Brain immediately again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a band. So I was going to ask. About lyrics. I was. I was, was, was going to ask about song so, lyrics and like subject matter. I believe that you. the next song we'll, we'll, uh, we'll throw out there uh, is Ed Orlando, I believe, was, was the one next. Yes. So as a Dark Soul player myself, I know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you guys say about it? Sure. This was a... Uh, like, we were both playing heavy, heavy. heavy. Like, <laughs> I think I was already awesome. like the remastered game, game plus or plus. You... Uh, first back oh, on like three. Is... We still had okay. Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so okay, this is, I, I think I was on. Oh, so yeah, when so plus, when Blight plus, plus so no. when Blight Town completely just derendered itself. Right. Okay. Blight Town was a blight to get. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we were just talking about it a Fuck lot, and like I I don't cut myself off from any influence. I love storytelling. Especially in songs like, you know, how we're very influenced by Pink Floyd. We love the concept albums and stories that are being told in like The Wall and Dark Side of the Moon. But um, when it came to the song, I don't know why, um, and Orlando just popped in my head. But, you know, some background, I guess, not to get like super ultra nerdy with it. Um, we like that here. It's fine. All right. It happens then a lot. I'm, then I'm going <laughs> to do it. Please. Nerd away, my friend. Because uh, the concept of the the city in the game like the city of the gods that is mm. basically just an illusion um just like spoke to me as 
you know, as someone who loves gaming and loves storytelling. So like I had to write about it and like the architecture, um, in the game is absolutely gorgeous. It is. As soon as you, as soon as you go there and you see the hole over the sun. It's all, yeah, right. it's also the first place too in the game where you've been like, like buried in darkness. Yeah. No, and then, yeah. and then this one like praise the sun. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's solar. You know, this one place where you're like, is it going to be this dark and depressing the yeah. whole time? And then you get there and it's bright and beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's still just as depressing. Yeah. Because there's that's no when, one and that, there. That's mm-hmm. when the game gets good too. I feel. Yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. that's well, what it's just. Really well, that's that's yeah. when you go. Oh, this is this is dark. This is what it is. This yeah. is what yeah. it is, right? So. Yeah, and the fact that it is just as depressing because of the story behind it and the fact that like uh this one god like killed all killed all his brothers and sisters and then like was obsessed with another god so like he creates her but like when you get to her she's just an illusion Mm -hmm. so he's just like obsessed with this illusion that he's created and you can like destroy the illusion if you like kill the character like all the lights go Mm -hmm. out the sun's gone, so then it does. Then you be invaded constantly. Right, become dark and depressing again. Um, Crazy thing. And then there was all this yeah. stuff like the dark moon. Um, you know, the dark moon was it like a cult or something that you can yep. be a part yes. of. Yeah, it's one of the stuff. cults. Yep. I don't know. It's just like uh, everything about that section of the game is just like. And that man knows how to write a story without telling you. It. Right. Right. It's impressive. Miyazaki knows what he's doing. On the walls and the, in the, the items you pick up. Yeah, the items. Are huge. The enemies you fight. Um, it's so old school. And the right? archers. It's Don't like, forget about the archers. Uh, yeah. the <laughs> fucking archers. <man. laughs> but, you know, that, that old school. I mean, it was the same as, like, in, uh, in like old Resident Evil and stuff where it was, like, you had to read. Yeah. Like, you had to. You, when you, you were, if you, you were, want the lore, you got to find it. to do your part yeah. in the game to, yep. to get into it. And so I think, like... Uh, music is the same way, you know. It's, it's it's easy to just like write some lyrics, maybe, or it's not easy, but a lot <laughs> of people might be able to write lyrics and just you know, like paste it over whatever music they're playing for whatever band. But I think Mark does a really good job at um, feeling out the vibe of the song and having some sort of influence that really strikes him for that. And to tell you the truth, like at, we have the rest of the band when I say we um, have very little influence over what the actual lyrical content is we, we talk about maybe like melodies and timing and stuff like that but uh, Mark writes the lyrics you know and yeah. that's and that's whatever mood the song is he finds exactly what the lyrics should be over that so do you guys write the instrumentals technically first and then you kind of roll in with the lyrics later is that how it works usually yeah usually when um or after we've jammed and like they're starting to piece together the actual skeleton of the song i'm sitting there you know writing while they're playing and Okay. You know, it's sort of like a symbiotic relationship in that way. It's like sure, you know, sure. I feed off of them, and then they feed off of me. I feel like me. Dan hasn't said anything in a bit. Can I hear voice? <laughs> what do you think, Danny? <laughs> Beautiful. No, I, I couldn't yeah. have said it no, it's myself. It's, it's a very, it's a very, yeah. Like we were saying, we we jam out an idea. The formation happens. Musically, we put it together, and then Mark sitting there with a sketch. And we, you know, he's kind of like the last puzzle piece. And then with his parts, then we almost rewrite the song because like, oh, shit, that's what you're doing. And then it kind of form, it forms in on itself on the, at that point. Um, but yeah, you, it's very, uh, and I, I guess Tool 
it's a tool mentality, once again. Uh, the way we write. Instrumental first, lyrics come afterwards, and then... Rewrite. Then rewrite. <laughs> rewrite. Then the song is kind of formed, but... Um, yeah, and I guess lyrically, uh, Deftones, Tool, definitely are two of my biggest... And uh, Alice in Chains, I mean, you gotta uh, say Alice in Chains. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Le- there's there's so solos, there's lead guitar <laughs> solos, there's <laughs> harmony, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm just saying, well, I'm like, lyric-wise, lyric like, um... Maynard just like kind of opened my eyes to like this whole new level of um, what lyrics could be in yeah. a song. Um, you know, they didn't have to be baby, baby, baby over and over and over again. You know, <laughs> but and, that's how you get on the radio. Baby, baby. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Is that I, you know? Ironically, there are a ton yeah, of right, great Gary. songs with baby in it. I mean, Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, but I mean, he told me you could you know really express <laughs> yourself and. <laughs> And really tell a story. Sure, sure. I feel like it's a similar style to how Tool would do it too, where it's like, I mean, no, we we stole everything from. <laughs> <laughs> we, we really want to be them, if you can't tell yet. Yeah. So, but We're the screwdriver, like Danny Carey and, and Adam Jones and uh, Justin Chancellor will get together and they'll simply write something and then so close. bring it to. They'll bring it to Maynard and then he'll like figure something else up. I mean, Mark is there with us when we're we're messing around with it and he'll he'll jump in, but like he's usually like sitting down writing in his notebook while we're like playing really really loud music and he's musing on on what it will be and I it's interesting to see for me as a musician because like again for me it's a very Im- improvisational kind of process where I I don't really know what's going to happen I just play until it feels right and like a lot of stuff I play is bad and the guys are like the guys help me out and tell me what's good and what's bad but like some of it just you know it feels right and and we just reinforce those things and we build off those things and uh and then Mark Mark comes back and he, he has you know these these stories to tell over it. It's 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 really cool to see what we we kind of make this piece and then he kind of builds something off it. Well, that you guys kind of like you guys like really work together. Like you feed off each yeah, it's other. It's not just like we're it's gonna do this. Collab, have a nice yeah. day. Like, oh yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Though, yeah. It's not like Paul. You know Paul McCartney writing all these like pieces right. and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. a minor exactly, seventh yeah, in there. No one's Paul. I remember. I don't know while I was watching this, but this is like this Lamb of God documentary, and uh, the musicians in the band were talking about how like the lead singer's never there for the practices. Um, I think it's practice side. <laughs> <laughs> he might be right. <laughs> in any event, uh, he's never there for the practices, and they're like, yeah, like I wish he was here. He's just not here. We get the music to him later. Um, and I just Brandy don't... Blythe, yeah. yeah, I don't understand that mentality, I guess. Like... Yeah, that's never been. There's like creative juices are flowing. Why not be in right. that environment? You want to build you know? off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Huh, interesting. Should we play in Orlando? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. An hour later. Let's talk about video games. Play it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Play it, man. I don't even know how I go where you guys go. I mean, you it's tell supposed me. to be. I don't know. <laughs> as long as it's just constant archer fire, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. If Dark Souls wants Son to of a use this dragon track. bone, bone. Yeah. yeah. Feel free. We're available. Right. Yeah, you're right. Alright, sweet deal. This is in Orlando. Enjoy. Give us, give us money.
Welcome back, friends. All right. Hey, thanks. I hope you guys enjoyed that track. Yes. We enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. I did. <laughs> that's okay. It's always yeah, one guy. Okay. I love Everyone your... has an opinion. It's fine. <laughs> I like your headphones. I want to talk about the live show, guys. <laughs> okay. Live show. Yeah, I want, to, I want to talk about live performances. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where favorite. you've been, what you've done, what you're doing, the best places, the coolest places. Oh, boy. The awesome, gnarly, psychedelic light show in the background. Ooh. I wish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always been part of it, right? It's yeah. always been a, yeah. uh, a visual element to the, to the show. Um, though I feel like we never really we had a lot of talk for, for what we always wanted to do. You know, you remember those old, like, we always talked a million times like we had gotten bought projectors to kind of like try to do the old like two watch glass you know mm-hmm. 60s shit um, but yeah I think uh, lighting was always well you know I think it came from playing at places that had three big ass floodlights that were just on you and we were like sweating profusely awful it just looks shitty right so we started to like burn yeah that's terrible lights. too those produce heat like something too. yeah it's, it's real yeah and i you know i remember when i was a it's kid like, who was doing all these like halloween kind of shows and i used to get those incandescent bulbs and there was like an incandescent bulb and it was a coating of um a colored film and what it would do is the incandescent bulb gets really hot right this is before the complex fluorescence, right? And the incandescent bulb gets really hot because it's producing all this heat because, like, it's a very ine- inefficient way to generate light. And uh, the incandescent colored bulbs were way worse than that because all they did was block out all of the light that wasn't red or green. And so they still generated all of the heat and all of the light, but you would filter for the red and you'd just get the red light and it would be this super dim lit light. And then, like, right around 2013, 2012, these really, really awesome bulbs started coming out. They're complex fluorescent bulbs that would emit green light or blue light or yellow light. And we uh, we got a bunch of these bulbs. We just went to Home Depot and uh, like just started buying bulbs. They were five bucks a piece and buying those um, those crappy little metal reflector that people use for like uh, doing work, uh, like in a site. And uh, started screwing in the complex fluorescent bulbs and like they throw so much cool colored light. And this is before all the LED craze. You know, you see all these oh, these bands these days. They got it so easy. They got all these cool LED rays. No, we we, we were metal, man. We uh, we set up all these like metal reflectors of these uh, these CFL oh. bulbs, and we got these cool splashes of color everywhere. So we we've, we've just continued doing that. And every show we go to, we just like we just pop them wherever they wherever wherever we can find an outlet, and we just throw them up, and, and you get these cool splashes of color everywhere. So you can see that in our photos and stuff. It's I hope that's it, edited out. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. You, absolutely not. It was just, That's the truth. That's the story, man. So, so interesting. interesting. <laughs> um, what are some of the best places we played? Um, that was less of that was less about shows. That's for sure. Yeah, um, no, I mean like no, the we, we just did this. Just did a visual a cover okay. gig. You know, it was a very compound question. You went to like the like the most minuscule detail that you possibly oh, could absolutely. go there, but yeah, that's yeah, okay yeah. because that's fucking cool. There's yeah. gonna be that one light bulb salesman that's like, yeah, I know what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. I got this. If I was gonna Cut sponsor anybody, <laughs> I don't care. You know how you get those <laughs> random ads like lighting yeah, yeah, so, yeah. lighting solutions and bulbs.com are gonna be awesome. Only five ninety nine. Yeah. God, I feel like I could buy them at home. So you got, you guys enjoy that. We promise we don't share any of your information. <laughs> um, what's the place in Worcester that we played a few times? Oh, Ralph's. Ralph's Diner. Ralph's is fun. Ralph's. Ralph's. That's one of my favorite places to play. 
Um, I enjoy the Ralphs. Yeah. Yeah, the atmosphere there is great. Being and high up on the stage. We just did a Ball Buster cover gig slash original to get some dough to uh, fund this album that we just put out or are going to put out in like next week probably. Yep. I don't know, maybe. Uh, where we did uh, uh, two hours of covers and a bunch of our originals too. But speaking of Chris Cornell, we did a Temple of the Dog song with yes. uh, Say Hello to Heaven, which was fun to play as you yeah. Know, and yeah. You, you, yeah, you nailed it. But yeah, like just you. just to get some dough and uh, fund this album we're putting out. But it was a ball buster. It was with our good friend uh, Paul Sanford, who's yep. given us like probably half the gigs we ever get. Shout out, Paul Sanford. Shout out, uh, Paul Sanford. Yep, great um, uh, gig owner. But this, yeah, this, there's like uh, other than that, I think that yeah, O'Brien's, like the night we sold out, O'Brien's and then Ralph's. The night we sold out O'Brien's was our first gig back after we lost our first drummer um and like we were hearing that they had to turn people away because uh, they were at capacity and it was just like a good feeling to have like so many people come out and support us then um so that was one of the best shows i think we ever yeah did. yeah definitely yeah. um then there were like some Weird places. Shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know. The worst one that we ever played. Oh, sorry, I love the gnarly story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, so the worst, the worst one we ever played was uh, at uh, that uh, the brewery. Remember, at uh, Harp, or was it Sam Adams Brewery? Did we play? Oh, Milky yes. Way. Was that at the, the Milky Way? Yeah, the, the Milky, Milky Way, way dude. Yep. And it was literally, it was actually the coldest day of the year. Yeah, and it, and up to that point, and then it ended up being the coldest day of the year. And uh, it, I, if you've, not everybody has been to the Milky Way, but it is just like, a there's room. a room that you're in and it's all glass in front of it. And it was like, not really a stage, you're sitting on the floor. And there was a whole dining room over to the side. Um, and I mean, not a soul came out, right? There were like, I mean, for us, there were like, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 12 people there if that were like our, you know, our closest, but it was like, that was, that was not, not that fun. And then I guess we also played that. <laughs> we played the one, we played the one too, where there was like the, at a restaurant where the guy I was like, have fun. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> which one? I, I don't know. I think it was in Worcester where, uh, where it was like, you come and we planned on playing all these, co- you know, like covers, the same thing, like trying to make some money, like trying to get right. things going. And he wa- we walked right in. He's like, so nothing heavy. We were like, we're like what are you uh, talking about? Walked in and it was a pizza joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. about the size of this. I mean, you know, it, it was, was like, like a make- did we end up doing like almost a makeshift acoustic? We did acoustic. That's what we did. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. 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 Nothing it, like. So like, he, he booked a gig, and then like the your yeah, first right. we, we, play, we played so, yeah, our don't songs play too loud. heavy. Actually, this last on game, acoustic. we just played to the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, we got to just tell the story yeah, about the last gig. Don't play too loud. Gig. It's like, do you know who you just booked? So the last we gig we had loud. again was a cover show, but there was a band playing right above us, and then one of the members from that band was like, "Yeah, you guys can't play too loud." Like what the fuck? Yeah, are you we, we need we need better <laughs> gigs. If you got a better gig for us, we'd love to hear. You're literally like if you know if there was a band above us right here playing, like you can hear everything that's going on yeah. up there, yeah, and shitty. they can hear everything that's going on where we were playing. And they were just like fuck it, like we're gonna do what we always do. Yeah, yeah. luckily yeah. we, so we, we didn't turn why we're here. So <laughs> you, you get louder so that they can't, you know, you can't hear them complain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Well put. Um, about coolest bands you've ever played with? We had uh, well, Tester, man, fucking Tester, yeah, and they're they're badass. Shout out yeah. to Tester. What was the band we were playing with for quite some time? Oh we had yeah, bunch of gigs at the Sam Fanino. Fanino. Oh, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. Miranda. Yeah, it's a band called Miranda. They were excellent. They were really cool. Um, definitely, definitely unique. Yeah, and they ended up gigging with us for quite a few shows. Um, I don't know. How would you describe their music? Like funk. Psychotic. Metal. <laughs> Psychotic. Psychotic funk metal. Psychedelic. Schizophrenic. Too, Schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. Bipolar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask this. Let me ask this this way. Actually, I, I usually like asking like the guests this. So, you're about to go on a world tour, okay? Watch Brain immediately. World tour. Who's on the bill? Tool. <laughs> that's and that's whether you're that's headlining, cool. opening, mm-hmm. like what, whatever it is. Like who, who's? Oh, the they're end? opening for us. There's that pretentious word again. Fly around a lot. I mean, I think a lot of the bands that we'd like to play with are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They no longer, well, I mean, they exist in some well, form. Well, Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains, but yeah. no, Staley. You know, Chris Cornell, there's no sound. Soundgarden. Well, Soundgarden like, doesn't exist anymore. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, done, but. like Sumac? I mean, I, I, I play Sumac. STP, yeah. no. We'd yeah, pretty much take anybody. Other dead heroes. <laughs> other dead, you know, it's just <laughs> all our dead heroes. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Tool, obviously, is the where we draw from the most uh was it was it a live or as dead a mainstream question? act what's that it's open to it's open for interpretation <laughs> if it was you know we had some magic button that could you know raise the dead then yeah, yeah we don't have rules here man we can do yeah, anything yeah yeah definitely be in like the movie we can make uh, holograms and shit we're cool yeah we can do that now <laughs> do that tupac shit yeah yeah that was pretty cool um yeah being the grunge era you know what this block looks like. Alright. Should we play more music? Yeah, might as well. I mean, I think you get, I think this uh, next one that you guys gave me was an older song, King of Thorns. (coughs) Yes, this is a song off the old album. So Dan would be playing guitar on this one. Rammed in on drums. Guitar. This is a fast kind of, just kind of kicks you in the nuts type of song. Yeah, kind of an kind of an injustice for all type of tune. <laughs> very. I mean, it's not it's not long. It's it's uh, quick. Let's, let's not it's jump. punchy. It's I don't want to jump to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a mat? No. With these <laughs> different conclusions. On it's it. like the Pet Rock Man. It's the next million dollar deal. It's it's just a prototype at this point. It's just yeah. a prototype. <laughs> it's just a good old six eight riff that's fucking crazy. Yeah. My favorite story about that song is how we recorded it. The, do you remember the guitar amp, Danny? Which I had guitar a, amp you used to record that song? That's true. <laughs> I had to record that song. I had to um, turn the guitars off to record that song because I could not get the timing right lyrically yeah. <laughs> with the guitars. So I recorded eight. that song with only the bass, bass and drums, and, drums, yeah. and then I, I yeah. had nailed it, but the guitars were just like... They nailed it. <laughs> yeah, but, they were just... Tossing me left and right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we did this at Q Division in Somerville uh, about five Joe years Tooley. ago. Shout out to Joe Tooley. And Q Division. Joe Tooley, excellent. please call us back. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you. We'd like to work with you again. Um, lyrically, we, the three of us here that went to high school together, we went to a Catholic Not you. high school. Not Ben. Um, <laughs> I'm the odd one. So lyrically, this song is 
comes from my frustration with um, sort of being force-fed, you know, what to believe in sure. as a uh, teenager. So I sort of dug, dug back for this one and uh, kind of stuck it to the... <laughs> Religion, in the this man. Sense. Uh, hence, the, hence the King of Thorns name. Damn it's kind of on the nose. Yeah. Damn the man saved the empire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is King of Thorns. Enjoy, kids.
So, while we were listening to this song, I actually heard this thing about a story that we should tell. So, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and bring that up. Yeah, we got a, I mean, we got a million stories, especially when it comes to high school. Well, you said that one that we should tell. There okay, is okay. one specifically <laughs> okay. that that is sort of an offshoot of what I was speaking about before with like the, you know what my influences were for uh, writing the lyrics to this song, but so we had this uh, religion teacher. I already know it. You know, of course you do. <laughs> you know the story. We lived the story. <laughs> we had this religion teacher in uh, Marion who was uh, in a seminary, I think in the 70s or the 80s, uh, trying to become a priest. This is a Catholic, Catholic high school. And you might, you know, you probably figure out where this is going considering all the scandals. But he um, was sleeping with one of his students when she graduated. Um, Surprisingly, she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> considering. Jeez. Sorry, um, when she graduated, he quit the seminary and married her. So this is kind of just some background on the kind of guy, you know, we're dealing with here. In high school, music for us was like our religion, you know, we, it was a big deal to us. It was something that we could express ourselves uh, with. And they, this guy knew that and like made it his fucking mission to like take that away from us. <laughs> so like we went to religion class one day and he put on this like 70s bullshit documentary called Hell's Bells. You probably like look it on YouTube right now. Oh Hell's so Bells. So not ACDC, right? Not right. No, yeah, not it quite. Not, it was a nod ACDC to that. was in the documentary yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, along with Kiss were, and Aerosmith. It was an homage. And it was one of those um, like you know, it was PSA. A, yeah, from the 70s yeah, yeah. about yeah. how rock and roll would, you know, send you to hell. Yeah. And he specifically, you know, targeted us. Like, he wanted us to see it. Like, this would, like, change our minds about the music. <laughs> we all of a sudden, weird because like, I still like it. Oh, right. <laughs> You're just making oh me like God, it more. You're right. <laughs> you know? This is great. This is a great <laughs> documentary. Thanks for showing it to us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, Seriously, look it up. Hell's Bells on YouTube sometime. It's fucking hilarious. This yeah. guy with a mullet that Wait, like, have you talks looked about it the up whole since time. Then? Yes. Because <laughs> really every once in a while, I remember it. And it's there. Is it really? And, you know, he's just talking about how, like, you know, how sacrilegious it is. And, like, you know, Aerosmith has a song about an angel. And that's sacrilegious. And <laughs> oh, all this man. bullshit. I, you know, long story short, we, I was definitely kicked out of that class that day. Just, <laughs> like, you're an asshole. Like, you're an asshole. What is this shit? You're, you're, you're targeting us specifically just to, like, the one thing that we like, you got to shit all over, mm -hmm. right? Fucking Catholic school. Sorry, Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, religious people out there, but yeah. So there it is. Awesome, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if we're gonna, if we can back down from being so pretentious. He looked at me. Directly, I glanced. So I have a segment that I actually like doing with like the live guests. Okay. I call this six random questions. It's not necessarily about your music. All right, shoot. So this is like relationship building, guys. Okay. Uh -oh. Okay. Everybody can, everybody can participate. Does everybody get a trophy? And shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this first question is actually almost kind of something we may have sort of already talked about. 1996, like, I so. pooped myself. <laughs> Yesterday, I pooped myself. So. <laughs> Just ignore him. He'll go away. So question one. We actually recently did an episode where we came up with our uh, quote-unquote supergroups. Okay. Like our Boy. dream supergroups. Live so, or dead. Live or dead. What would be 
your supergroup. Now, this could be individually, like, I mean, by all means, this is all conversation oh starter. So, your supergroup, guitarist, drums, ba- like, how the, the world's right, wh- here. Why don't we, pe- why don't we, we should pick, pick a person, but what yeah. we play. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'll do, yeah. Yep. All right. Sorry with Fitzy. You were bass? Fucking yeah. bass player. Yeah. Who's your wow. bass player? See, I had the whole entire band imagined in my head. Nope. <laughs> nope. Too yeah, bad. I did. I had Too like bad. a whole group. I, uh, I kind of want to know his band. All right. So your all band, right, right. and then we'll go off. It's not set in stone. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with the bass player first, and then I'll make it right. back to what And we'll just ignore I'll the allow rest. it. We'll yeah. ignore everything else. Um, wow. If I were to choose a bass player who would be part of my super group, I guess I would probably choose John Paul Jones. Just because I know he's going to be a solid foundation no matter what band he's going to be in. So. And for our JPJ. Yeah. Um, un- uneducated fans. John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin. No. Or Cliff Burton. Oh. Okay. Those okay. are like my, though very opposite sides of the spectrum, just solid bass <laughs> players that could do anything. Amazing. Really with any band. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about yeah. Cliff Burton? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm actually ignorant of this to- on this topic. Okay. Does he actually have any recorded work other than? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, Ride the Lightning and other than, uh, other than Metallica. Oh, other than <laughs> other than Metallica? Did you say that? Other than his two, I, I, I was so. gonna say other than his two uh, Metallica appearances. <laughs> no, well, I mean, well, I mean, like the live shit that's recorded. Okay, I'm just that's curious. all just. Okay, I'm just yeah. curious. Just, I didn't mean to offend. Good question. Didn't mean to <laughs> no, offend. no, no, no. It's not not offended. But. Just a small sample. That's all. Good, you don't have to like. Good, good like, question. Is like he... like rise up at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Are you still going on your band there, buddy? Yeah, I could talk about well, the I band mean, I thought. We know. Let's go. We're we're waiting for the other parts. All right. Yeah, we know. I said earlier that I like the record label Sergeant House a lot, mm-hmm. and so they have a group of females that are all in different heavy bands that are really good. So one is Helmsley and she's the drummer from Helmsley, Ho-Ho, I think her name is, right? She's a phenomenal drummer with the bass player, also from Helmsley. I think we could also get somebody from maybe like Boris or something like that on there. And then Chelsea Wolfe and Ruth Rundle would be an awesome Female super group. Go with the female. That I think would be awesome to see. Okay. It'd be pervert. (laughs) (laughs) The female artists are so hot right now. Seeing live. So hot right now. Yeah. uh, I'm not gonna do a long answer like Fitzy. I, for me, it's it's really simple. It's uh, it's it's David Gomar, man. I think he can play over anything, and I think. The emotion that he brings through subtle nuance in the way that he just holds the strings can just bring such emotion and uh, and just just powerful vision to to your head through sound vibrations. I thought you said you weren't going to do a long. Pretentious Yours was longer. So pretentious. Yours was longer. That's that's who my guitarist would be in the super group. Danny. Okay. Now, do you well, get two because you're a drummer and a guitar player? Yeah, he does. Oh. I almost, I almost, yeah, yeah. I I almost just asked that. I would, like, I would actually no, say. I was actually curious. I'm like, well. You get two draft picks, bro. <laughs> draft do it. Right. Back to back. <laughs> well, hell. I you mean, should trade up. 
Danny Carey, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to talk about Danny Carey, you got to talk about Bill Bruford. So <sighs> Bill Bruford is like, although he retired from drums, he he's retired. For, and, and give him his retirement. Mean, he retired, but he still played after. Too. Yeah, <laughs> but King Crimson, yes, yeah. you know, like uh, I got to say, uh, probably, um, yeah, Danny Carey on drums. I mean, there's there's no better drummer this alive today. Than Danny Carey. Uh, I don't know. Do I have to go? Do I have to go on? Uh, I guess it's a guitar player. All right. Well, yeah, forcing now, you. Now we it. set it up. Um, I gotta say, uh, Brent Hines from Mastodon is like, whew, holy shnikes, man. He is like, he can do everything. You figure pick. He can Very solo. He can riff. Choice. Like, Brent Hines from Mastodon is like, oh my god. Yeah. He uh, he got them. And then a bass. I mean, JPJ. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear JPJ. <laughs> um, also, Brian Cook from Russian Circles, Russian Circles and Sumac. Once again, uh, he plays baritone, baritone guitar and bass, distorted like badass bass player, man. Badass player. So, yeah. I'd but he's that. like already in our super group, so. <laughs> he can't in the twice. I didn't know we were collaborating. On I don't know. Is it the Symphony really of Metal? Man. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, those are my. And then singer. Uh, I don't really like singers. Who needs him? Segway. No offense, Mark. Hey, no, no, I like, no I like our singer. singer. I like our singer, Mark. Hey, uh, just him. Mark. All right, your turn. Um, I'm you just going to say a singer. And I would probably pick Scott Weiland with Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, nice. Because yeah. he can sing everything mm-hmm. and anything. Could. Could. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, um, from Led Zeppelin, you know, to his own stuff, like, all through the four albums of Stone Temple Pilots, he sounded completely different on each one, you know. So he could just... Revolver. Yeah, Anvil. I mean, he just sounded like he was trying something new, and he sounded great on every one, you know? Yeah, so I think that's it. Okay, question two. Question two. (laughs) All right, so this evil bitch, this witch lady, (laughs) has cursed you forever. Okay. From here on out, when you listen to music, you will not hear one of the following. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Vocals. Drums or guitar? It's easy. If you were forced to choose, easy. If you were forced to choose, I'm saying go vocals. I pick vocals. The vocalist is picking vocals. I think the music is more important. Hence it. Vocals. Like can't do without. You can't. Yeah. Can't have not. You can't not have the rhythm. And then the guitar player, you know, essentially is the song. Yep. So vocals, 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 like vocals, every, it's vocalist like, over a, a drummer. I think that was a unanimous vote yeah. for vocals. We all, yeah. Okay, <laughs> this was actually yep. interesting the last time we had a band here because like this was tough for some of them. Really? Oh, yeah. And like I didn't include bass because like everyone would like just default. It's like oh just just kill the bass player. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. You know no what? We, uh, we would do that. We would kill him <laughs> if we wanted to that. kill him. Actually, if you would include bass though, we all would have still said vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Without bass, your guitar sounds. Do you remember like when we crap, went to so. we went to Seattle? 
I don't know, long time ago. And uh, we went to the EMP, which is the Experience Music Project, right? And uh, they had like an exhibit on all different instruments, and one of them was on bass. And you know, it's like we're all playing music in bands, so we like realize the importance that bass plays in the role of uh, of the groove and like combining bass. I mean, combining guitar and drums. It is. The, it is always. It is always like we've always said this, right? Like bass is the the bridge between the rhythm and the melody. It sits there, right in between, and it like. Says the it, bass it, player. It, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it lets, it's, not yeah. to be it, it lets it lets it lets you bob your head, but it also lets you like hum the melody. And uh, no, but your guitarist but, would sound like shit without your local bass. Oh, player. totally, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's it's part it's part of the whole thing, right? Uh, but you remember that that like exhibit that was in the Experience Music Project, and it yeah, was the I think that, they had yeah, listened so, to it without so they had, the bass. Yeah, so they had, yeah. I think it was like uh, I forget, like Foxy Lady or something like that, <laughs> and they completely removed the bass line, and you saw these like you know tourists walk up and they're like, "This is awful!" <laughs> and they just like threw the headphones down, and it was like you know there was a placard that was like, "This is this song without bass," and it was like people were like, "This sounds gross." This is- yeah, I, I don't like, like that it. song. Yeah, I don't like that. Got rose. Like, I like the it same before. Exact song that you like, but without bass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I think just trying it. to explain my importance in the whole. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna explain how. Do you, how, do you why feel do we keep you around? I get to sit around and. Do you feel beers. justified? I don't. Is yet. there justice for all? <laughs> I think I'll just explain how unimportant vocalists are in regards to music. It's just no, like, that's not true. I mean, yeah, we have. I was also a vocalist that butchered the vocalist. I'm like, yeah, cut, cut that bitch out. <laughs> I mean, out. was that I your, was, know, that, was I, that what you said too? Yeah, most most too, yeah. commoners Wait, you listen yeah. to the drums yeah. and they listen to the vocals. That's but I mean, the fact I have listened to so many bands where I have said if there was no vocalist in this band, I would love it. Yeah, like sure. better. Mashuga. So be better. Many. I think Mashuga yeah. is a good. So example. many bands. So many vocals. I love Mashuga. Bands because Ooh. they're just awful. My favorite. Or they're repetitive and they do the same thing over and over and over again, and there's nothing to them. My favorite example of that, Mark, is Dream Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Dream Theater. Well, yeah. Who I've <laughs> seen Dream live. Theater without, love I mean, Dream Theater. Liquid and, Tension Experiment. Uh, Hello, listen, Tony Levin. Okay, yeah. And, and it's better. King Crimson. I mean, think of how like confusing the weather channel would be if there was a vocalist for that music. <laughs> think of how like invasive that would be. Yes. Yeah, no one can. Jocko <laughs> needs his own space. <laughs> All right. Question three. This is a guilty pl- pleasure question, guys. Oh, fuck. fuck. I gotta tell you a band that <laughs> I All right. We're if guilty. you were. We're guilty. If you were alone in a car by yourself, what is the guilty pleasure song <laughs> that you will be personally and privately rocking out to if nobody was there to watch. Mm. Be honest. Mm. I'll tell you right now, uh, the first two or three Corn albums, mm. and I'm very <laughs> hesitant to say the first Limp Bizkit album. I know, that was going to be a counterfeit. Counterfeit is actually, yeah. That's, dude and Nostalgia, yeah. I mean, what $3 I, billy all, dude? Come $3 on. Bill, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. It's that's just, a guilty pleasure, but guilty I pleasure, fucking yeah. love that album yeah. still to this day. $3 billy all in the self-titled corn album uh, I bought mm-hmm. side by side yes yep. same day and on, yeah. I bought them on life tape, is peachy I mean, literally had a cassette player I know at this I point they're well, like I, I had money out. so I could buy a CD player yeah I did not <laughs> <laughs> virtue signaling I know it shows <laughs> yeah. I, yeah right <laughs> yeah. guilty as 
Fuck. Yeah, that's uh, that's mine for sure. That's, mine, not, even, mine that's is... not even that's not even embarrassing. Really? Really? All right. So mine is a uh, mine is. Then the I'm really poop. trying to say Mariah Carey's third. No. <laughs> you can't even. Tell. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. My, mine is the Foo Fighters. Modern Foo Fighters. I think they're they're the only that's... ones that are doing like awesome, just rock, just straight rock. Like Tool. I think Tool is doing something different, and they're about to release an album. But the Foo Fighters right now are doing. Well, they, apparently, they you guys rock. have you guys have some killer playlists on me because like that's not embarrassing either. <laughs> I, I'll probably. I'm looking for the embarrassing. I'm, I'm embarrassed. If somebody uh, was actually <laughs> flipping through <laughs> flipping through your playlist right now, and you might, oh, no, 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 my my sister put that there or something. Uh, like that's what I'm looking for. Okay. I have that. I don't uh, I, no, I have an answer for that. Uh, Go ahead. I like Adele. I oh. Think. I mean, she has an amazing no, she's a voice. Great she's yeah. a great singer. She's a great vocalist. Fired, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't choose yeah. to listen to her, but she has an incredible voice. Oh, yeah, you're fired. Yeah. A lot better when yeah. she was drunk, though. You're fired. I, a lot better when she like, was I'll drunk. I'll do that. I'll say one thing. Like, I she's sober now. It's kind of going downhill. I think she's an interesting artist. I think Whitney Houston has an amazing voice. <laughs> you like, right now. All that cool. Right now. Her current voice. Her current voice is very interesting. She's one of the best singers ever. Were you listening yeah. to I Will Always Love You on the way over here? No. I was listening to... Uh, we were in the car, so we can... Dance with somebody. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Is that Whitney Houston? He can't, he can't lie about it. It's probably. My guilty pleasure comes from my background, which is musical theater. So every once in a while, I'll throw in some, some really corny musical theater stuff. So... That's my guilty pleasure. Like what? I've been in the car and yeah, I heard him listening yeah. to like the fucking yeah. straight up you have to give Newsies us a, soundtrack. Not so. fucking Newsies. Okay. <laughs> well, give us oh, an yeah, example. That's, yeah, that's I did mine. Like, I'm the only one that's given an honest answer now. Dream coat. Great soundtrack. Okay. Um, yeah. What else is a good musical theater soundtrack? Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. South Park. The South Park guys. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. That's I want to hear Danny and Fitzy say something. Fitzy, don't let me don't let me down, brother. You, you yeah, have something. Let's do something. You have some Eiffel. You have some Eiffel sixty five in there. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Blue double get blue, dude. Um, no, I just I I don't know. I listen. I I've. He's very metal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really listen to a lot of things. Can you not can you not talk to these guys about your metal? He's not. He's not secure. Do you want to discuss it with us? It's not even metal though. I mean, I I like. I don't. I can't really even do think they of anything you? Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. pleasures. Guilty pleasures. For you? I thought my guilty pleasures were like I, same thing that you said. I was like, dude, that's the see first. I can see your thighs. Oh yeah, dude. Wait, you wait, got what? that double vision, wait, what? bro. Absolutely. You got double vision. Hundred <laughs> percent. Wait. Uh, double vision. Foreigner. Yeah, foreigner. Foreigner doesn't count. That's like a pioneer. I don't think that counts. Oh, I think it's so bad, but so good. The guitar playing is awesome. That's that's a good answer, actually. Foreigner's really good. Foreigner's pretty bad and good at the same time. Oh man, foreigner is really good. Um, everyone has Hall Notes is really good too. I'm, 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 I'm actually gonna go out there and say Hall Notes is really Will good too. Hall Notes? Yeah. Is that like two people or? <laughs> yeah, it's no, Hall it's Holland Oats. Holland Mr. Oats. You're not Hauling Oats. Hey, Holland Oats. Holland Oats. Yeah, somebody. somebody like Oats. No, somebody had to be the end man. Hall in Oats. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually three of them. There's three of them. Yeah. All right. Question four. We'll move on. One celebrity chef will cook and or cater a meal in your home. Who would it be? I mean, mm. Oh, Tommy Chung. Michael Simon. 
He's, he's not even a cook. Wait, that's a chef? Yeah, he's not a cook at all. What are you talking about? Yeah. I just wanted to cook Does me dinner. Does he cook? <laughs> I just wanted to cook me dinner. No, the chef from the Muppets. Right? You've made say, him to I, a chef. I just think he... I'm in with I Anthony's off-air answer with the You'll chef from the Muppets. You'll pay him enough money that he'll I, cook you I something. want him to cook me dinner. It's going to be Cheerios. No, it's going to be infused magic. <laughs> Hadouken? I, have I mean, I have, I'd I have, have to say, like, Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee? <laughs> yeah, he's been a big influence what about on Jemima? that. It was Frank and Beans. Yeah. Mm, I, know. I don't Chef know, Chef Boyardee, I feel like, has been on top for a long time, though. So, uh, and Or Joey, Joey Paziomi. You guys know about him? <laughs> From NSYNC? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's also... He a does have a restaurant. He does yeah, have yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. That is true. Hey, no, he's very money. true. That's not his name. I totally know that name. not his name. I just found his guilty pleasure. He's listening to NSYNC. Joey Pazziomi. It's something like... It's Joey like something... JT fan I don't know. Someone go fucking Google Joey Pazziomi and see what it comes up with. I'm going to look up NSYNC right now. Oh, my God. Not Googling. Members. Not Googling anything for you right now. Please, Joey Pazzioni, my favorite celebrity <sighs> Who chef. Who is that? Pazzo? No, what? he just like owns a. This is a dude that owns a. It's a, closed. A, 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 Marky a Mark? Check. It's uh, closed. Like one of those. No longer no, a It was Joey uh, Fatone. I don't know why I put that together. Yes. It's just some Italian name. No, it's a dude who owns a. a, a, a Truck that sells some burgers out of this thing. Joey Pazzioni. Some truck that's oh, like behind us. Joey's New York Pizza and Italian restaurant is closed. Yeah. Oh. Mike, yeah, it's a food truck. <laughs> I don't know, it just is closed. Yeah. Uh, no food, longer his business. Food, yeah, it's a food truck. He's <laughs> no longer business. I mean, is he a celebrity? No. All right, I lost track. Did we get all of our chefs? <laughs> no, we didn't. No. I didn't say a real <laughs> thing at all. Do you <laughs> actually have a chef? You just named it like four I, I do. Ben I is. I, I, yeah, I have a few. Like, I mean, I love Bobby Flay just because his Ooh. fucking big, bold flavors, man. Uh, yeah, I just want to throw down with him. Dude. I just want to punch him in the mouth, but that's different. He's a pompous. He's a pompous. Guy, but like throw down with him. He'll throw down with some Italian granny in the North End, and like he doesn't care. Like that's what I. And he has really big bowl flavors, which I like about him. Uh, I also really like Michael Simon. Just think he's a great, well-rounded chef. Mar Batali, so many, so many. What about you, Mark? Um, I mean, obviously you can say Gordon Ramsay because I yes. Yes. thank you. I thank love you. like nice. him to just like yell at, yell shit at me while I'm eating his food. <laughs> yes, please. You don't understand um, how good can this I food have is. Some more, please. Uh, Listen. Oh, there you're is not worthy of this food. So I'm gonna say Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah, I'm, hell yeah. Shit, R.I.P. Yeah, man. Obviously, yeah. Uh, so and actually, I actually oh, don't, I actually don't know his name. I was gonna say that. <laughs> that's you can't have that. Definitely down Oh, is it Doctor Time? Um, I'd also say Ming Tsai. You know who Ming Tsai is? He's got a restaurant in Wellesley. Nope. Yeah, but he's no. You know what? I I gotta say this. Listen, like I haven't I haven't really got a platform for this, so I I'm not a fan of that guy. He he makes good food. Well, excuse but he me. Is I'm not, not, I'm not he's here to not like a good him. Person. I'm here to eat his fucking food, man. I'm just going to put that Fuck out him. there. I, do, I don't like him. And there's this um, chef on PBS. Her name's Patty something. She's um, a PBS. Mexican chef. PBS? <laughs> yeah. I watch a lot good of Curry. Don't knock PBS. <laughs> Everything she because they don't have cable. Tasty. Don't knock PBS. <laughs> she, um, yeah, I'd like her to cook me dinner, too. Hey, boys. She's <laughs> yeah. pretty rad. Enjoy this. I think Mark's got a little. Cheers, you bitch. Mark's got a thing for that. I do. I do have a thing for Patty. Don't tell my girlfriend. Okay. I actually really want to know right, about Patty. Cheers. Have you met all over a toll pack? Well, she's right. probably going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> for the people at but home she probably has a thing right for Patty, too, so it doesn't matter. All right. Ugh. That's the key, oh, to, is to align the things. <laughs> wow. If both of the... Uh... Oh! That's all right. That happens all the time. That happens all the time. It's embarrassing. 
Like, don't even worry about it. All right, I'm going to ask right. the next question. Even though, even though Marcus made it up. <laughs> okay, I want you guys oh. to really think of this question. This is a serious okay. question. Okay. Yeah, this is a serious question. Can I give a non-serious answer? Again? Sure, of course. Okay. <laughs> Fitzy, I swear to fucking God, I'll find <laughs> it. So I love how he's on board with who Fitzy yeah. is already. <laughs> <laughs> he so just funny. met him like an so hour ago, guys. So, is what? a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Oh. You know why it's a sandwich? Because Oscar fucking oh. Meyer came out not oh, too long ago and said, yes, hot dogs are a sandwich. Sounds like if an authority fucking, to me. I don't know if he created the great Hey, Mark. Dogs, but hey, you know what? Mark. Yeah. Get out. You know what? He actually just if left. Everybody no, hot dogs, Everyone, he actually just left. Hot dogs are a sandwich. He's literally leaving He's right now. Gone. <laughs> I'm just yelling this from the park. And, hot and, dogs are a sandwich. Yeah, well, he has this hot dog out right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. I mean, come on, like uh, yeah, bada I mean, bada boom. That's how you make a sandwich, dude. You put you put the piece of the meat in the middle. Don't mock. You got a condiment. Yeah, don't mock, mock my people. people. All right, so oh, actually, my my more yeah. interest. I I'd, I'd actually like to know this about my fellow bandmates. Mm -hmm. How do you guys do your hot dog? Ooh, how? grilled. Oh, I do. I do so I do I'm dirty. I'm okay, before I'm, before. <laughs> be Did we take it too guys, far? If you guys break up. Because of a hot dog <laughs> conversation, it might happen. it's happened before. I'm actually, it's I have very before. strong feelings about it. Yeah. So, so I'm East. I will steam never see dog. any of you again. Steam dog, steam dog, steam with a oh, snap. What? Steam dog. What? Natural casing, KM. Snap. Natural casing. We gotta have that right? Steam dog, right. relish onion. That's me. Oh my god. I, 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 thought, I, I like the chili butter dog. Bread, Do you like, enjoy the chili Maybe there's something to you this. You need the butter maybe. bread. You have to have the butter, butter bread. Butter bread is, you know, I'm telling you. That's New England style split roll right on the top. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's absolutely. like, dude, just Cody like, Island can suck it. That's not up for debate. <laughs> they don't know what it, they I can't know believe you just Chicago. steamed your dog when you could have fucking grilled it. I mean... I, I prefer the steam too. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna what? Be, I'm if you have a natural oh casing, I'm not in. I need. I need grill lines. Yeah, I, I like them both. I need grill but lines. I, I think me and Ben and. Oh my god. Prefer, prefer We're split. And Mark That's good. That's a 50 50. Yeah. You actually. It's you like actually. But, but I can't too, believe. So, so I say. I'm, I say relish onion. What do you say? You actually I, haven't lived until you dropped a hot dog into a fryer vat and like let it explode. Yeah, you can fry a dog too. That's all. This is my man right here. Relish, mustard, ketchup. I would also do onion. I, I, with the, with the, with the hot dog. <laughs> oh, Jesus, here's the goddamn white, white discussion all well, over. Let me tell you, it's really back salty. in 1912, <laughs> this guy invented an onion. <laughs> I chopped it up and put it on a hot dog. side of the flavor spectrum yes. represented. All right, Danny, you're up. You know what? The good thing about a hot dog is that you can eat several of them, so you can have them several different ways. This is very true. Once. Yes. That is the magic. The spice of life. And that's so the Well, way to, way to full circle this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually a place, uh, Marcus may know it too, right in Lemonster. Uh, it's a hot dog truck. Went on 117? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we did something called the Molly Dog. The Molly Dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is Doritos on the bottom, the hot dog, and oh, the cheese. Fuck. Molly Dog? Yes. Molly yeah, dog. I'm down. <laughs> yep. Which I'm with every, bacon. every I had a different interpretation. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? Ever since I've had this hot dog, I will eat it no other way. Did you say strip of bacon? Wow. Strip of bacon. Oh, dude, the bacon wrapped hot dog. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that too. Well, it's not even wrapped. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just there. Shout out to No, but Paul Sanford. Paul oh, Sanford from this place called. Yeah, these are. I'm talking about that. Like, at home. I mean, because right, like, the actually, cheese Where's dog this is like, at, that's what I order when I go to a hot dog truck. You know what I'm saying? When you make a dog at home, how do you make it? I wrap it in cheese and put it Here's the other thing. If we go home, is he going to be on 117 when we go home? Here's the other question. Where do you get the condiments? I don't know. 
Yeah, bottom of the dog or on top of the dog? I do relish on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's got to be in the roll. And right. then I put onions over the top. That's fair. But I only have two condiments. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with much. That's true. <laughs> you have a clean dog. I'm surprised do. you don't I like do. the ketchup and the mustard. I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah ketchup and mustard is what I, yeah. I roll with. Gotta yeah. have that on the dog. Yeah. You know, we, we would all get we would all get kicked <clears throat> out of Chicago because if you put ketchup on a hot dog, they, yeah, that's, like, they oh, actually that's like, ship absolute you out. bullshit. Now, have you have you guys tried the the <laughs> peanut butter? The peanut butter on the dog. Have you tried the peanut butter on a hot dog? Is there bacon involved? Yeah. Is there bacon? I mean, I can't imagine. salty. WAF actually tried like the peanut butter hot dog. I actually tried it. Peanut butter anything is amazing. It's not. Terrible. Did I see that com- it's did amazing. you see that commercial with like the little girl is like putting the peanut butter in the yes. hot dog? Yes, <laughs> exactly. See the more you know. How little. Okay, I would just like to... <laughs> <laughs> now you know Fitzy. What, what, now you know what he does in the spare time. Kind of I would watching. just like to point out that you guys have been more excited about the conversation about a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Good call on that. It well, got I'll very heated what? very quickly. That's a stupid question. Nope. I, I, I told I you it wasn't a stupid question. I told yeah, you yeah, it was yeah, going to yeah. get a rise out of people. Yeah. I want to know what this is about. You shut up. We have one more question to go. So you <laughs> shut be your patient. Oh, is there another question? Oh. All right, number six. Go ahead. This is yours too, buddy. What would be your spirit animal and why? <laughs> My spirit what animal? I think the uh, squirrel monkey. <laughs> I think squirrel monkey. Specifically. He's been thinking about this all day. I identify with the squirrel monkey. He came right out with more so. He knew exactly what he wanted. Let me tell you about the squirrel monkey. All right, bring it on. Listening. Tell me about its habitat. I want to know about the animal from the monkey. I want to know. Needs, wants, desires. Hell, I'll tell you what about the squirrel No, I mean, you can forage, you can jump, you can. You eat nuts. <laughs> there you go. Right in line. Does that verify from a normal squirrel? <laughs> I mean, I identify <laughs> as a squirrel monkey. That's a good spirit animal. I like it. I like squirrel monkeys. All right. Yeah. Moving on. I would say you were just be animal from the Muppets. I know it's not well, an actual animal. But oh, I'm his either, name is animal. Yeah, I'm either a wolverine or I'm animal from the Muppets. <laughs> I identify, and, but also squirrel monkeys. Also squirrel monkeys. <laughs> Right. What about you, Mark? Uh, I'd probably say a bear. A bear. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know... <laughs> like, a, like a bear. <laughs> I was curious where that was going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, like Yogi? Or like... No, a, like a... Polar? Like a, bear, like a, a bear, black, like a black like bear. A like Berenstain. No. A not a Berenstain bear. bear. <laughs> no. I'm not walking around and trouble. like... No. Just a bear. God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like bears. That. Do you bears like cool. sleeping? Bears. Is that a thing? I'm probably I'd probably be a bear in the gay community if I was into that kind <laughs> of thing. So. Oh, you are. I think this is <laughs> are a coming doing? out. No, no. But yeah, I like the bear. I like bears. Bears are cool. Yeah, bears are yeah. cool. They probably yeah. sleep as much as you do. So probably. <laughs> probably. And if I could hibernate like, for three months, I probably would. I mean, and I love salmon. So there, there we go. go. Yes. Honey's okay too. I believe it's salmon. I've been like known to get caught pronounced in a hole like Salmon. Winnie the Pooh sometimes. I, I would say mine would probably be a wombat. I don't really know anything about him, but that's probably what I did. <laughs> it sounds cool. They <laughs> it sounds cool. I'll actually tell you a lot about wombats. Very close to combat. I'm, just li- I'm, li- I'm lying. There. I was going to say a lot duck about platypus. But... <laughs> they live under the sea, deep. Deep Wombats? Under, yeah, wicked deep. Under Aren't they the like sea. weasels? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> weasels that live weasels <laughs> under the sea. Oh, okay. and, yeah, so it's Webbed, like... We, we, I'm talking, I'm talking like 80,000 <laughs> feet deep under the sand. 
even deeper under the sand, uh, like 20,000 feet. You're just saying words now. Yeah, I'm just saying 20,000. Um, just talking. No, I, yeah, Wombat. Wombat. Uh, I've always been a wolf guy, and this is not a Game of Thrones throwback, guys. This is a, You're a Stark. You are such you're, a wolf you're guy. Stark. Listen, listen. He's, uh, the, he's the wolf on your arm tattoo. If you guys are, you saw that, I don't, I I don't have that. one of those. Sweet wolf tattoos, Instagram or something like that. Have you guys ever seen that? The wolf is the pack animal. It's the social creature. It's the the wolf. It's not the king of the jungle. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> that's not you. the king of the jungle. That's, that's a lion. That's you, one hundred percent. Which is ironic because they don't live in the jungle. It's all about the penguin, baby. Slide. You go for the penguin. Slide. Slide. Nice fight club. Yeah. Fight club. Slide. Fight club. Yeah. Like the wolves. And do you want to chime in? Get, do you want my yeah. spirit animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously animal. a street yeah. shark. <laughs> street shark. <laughs> Which differs from a normal shark? Yeah, well, they're on the streets. Because, yes. And no. they also drive motorcycles <laughs> and are not unlike the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Got yes. it. Much different. Wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that was a lot of What about you, Marcus? Now we've gone around the circle. I just said I'm the penguin. Slide. Oh, penguin. Okay. Slide. When the guests are I went to the bathroom, so that's my fault. No, you were sitting there. <laughs> He's actually in the bathroom like, while I said Penguin's life. Uh, I Have you met Salvador Albatross? He's over by my door over there. <laughs> Albatross, good name. Slide. He's rocking the uh, marked sticker. Oh, yeah. He's a handsome penguin. Yes, he is. All right. I think it's time for this. I want to play a game. Are you smart? Have you met a whole other six pounds? No. Nope. Alrighty. Please shut his computer. We are not. So, you guys have all been equipped with flashcards. Yes, we have. With the letters A, B, C, and D. Oh. So, the good news is we're going to play a trivia game. Okay. We call this game Are You Smarter Than a Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Host? Now, you guys get to compete against my co host here, Anthony. Anthony has no idea what questions that I, I have actually come up with. The reason why that happened is because I came up with them 15 minutes before you showed up. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we actually decided, we try to we try to go with relative, like relevant subject matter when we pick these quizzes. And since the number one influence that you guys listed on Facebook was Tool, we decided to go with a Tool trivia uh, thingy. Okay. <laughs> Thingies. Yeah. Okay. Thingies are good. Nice word. Yep. Yes, I'm using my words like a big mm-hmm. boy. Proud of you. <laughs> so what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a question. Now we we generally start with six. If there's a tiebreaker, we'll get we'll we will continue until there is no tie because ties are like kissing their sister, and everybody does not get a trophy on the show. <laughs> boy, there is no prize for winning, other than just you know being able to brag that bragging rights. You uh, beat Anthony, and are you smarter than a heavy metal over six pack host? Which Nobody would probably ever care about if you gloated about that in public. If you've seen my <laughs> record, it's not very high. It's not. He's no. pretty pathetic. Yeah. I'll care about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, resume now, what you're going to actually do, because like what we kind of fall into, we kind of fall into this trap where like everybody just kind of like holds up a letter. The listeners can't see you hold up a letter. So what you're going to do is you're going to pick That's your letter. You're going to put it aside, and then we're all going to reveal our answers. Mm-hmm. Like okay. we'll, we'll, we'll reveal them individually. Because okay. this is a talk radio program. Like the listeners need talking. They cannot see your. Oh, they can't see cards. me. <laughs> but I was. If they can I've see you, up to, I put yeah. my makeup on. Yeah, he, he, he got a firm for this. If they can, oh, gonna ask for the lipstick. Uh-huh. I didn't want to. You know. If they can see you, that's fucking creepy, and we need to look <laughs> into that. Actually, I, I didn't think we cared about the listeners. 
Okay, whatever. Wow. <laughs> okay. No, no, That's I'm fine, too. So much for getting listened to. Moving on. <laughs> this is a program for the deaf. Heavy metal, yeah, over yeah. Six, heavy metal over a six-pack does not uh, condone the opinions or... Do not say I don't know, any, some, some kind of Some kind of legal nonsense. But anyway, <laughs> so I ask a question. There's A, B, C, or D answers. All of these have four possible answers. Like I said, we will do six. If there is a tiebreaker, we will continue. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Nope. Question number one. These are all tool related. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is the name of the hidden track on Opiate? Discussivated. Oh. Discussivated. Oh. Um, We're doing it all wrong. Wait. Is it A? Oh, <laughs> is it A? <laughs> You're supposed to wait for I'm the I'm supposed answer. to wait. It's Number six. <laughs> B, I had a friend once. C, the gaping lotus experience. Or D, I'm getting bored. Pick your answer, and then we will go around the Can table. Can you please repeat the uh, A? <laughs> the options. Number six, B, I had a friend once. C, the gaping lotus experience. Or D, I'm getting bored. I have an answer picked. 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 Mark. Uh, is it B? B, I had a friend once. C. C, a gaping lotus experience. I'm going with B as well. B, I had a friend once. Yeah, I'm going with B. I had a friend once. I'm going to go with C. Anthony says C, a gaping lotus experience, which is absolutely correct. The gaping what? lotus oh. experience. I thought it was made of stick. No, no, <laughs> different album. Different album. This is undertone. Okay. All right, well, we tied there, right? This yes, is we did. All right, fundamentally tied. unfair because so one I'm of us wins. this train right Two now. points. This was four of us against one of them. Okay, here's was an Maynard easy one. Stick undertone? Guys, here's an easy one. All right. Question number two. What is the name of Maynard's son? Is it A, Calder? B, Devo, C, James, or D, Dempster? <laughs> Don't look at my answer. Copy off my paper. <laughs> Copy off me. Okay, everybody has an answer? I can. Let's well, start can with Mark again. Out. I got A this time. I I a, Calder. I see B, Devo. With the band? Your B is upside down. So <laughs> it looks like a 13. Ben, bro, what are you holding up, kid? A. It looks like an A. Hold it down. Calder, okay. B, Devo. And I have A, Calder. B, Devo is absolutely correct. Nice. Oh. All right, I'm he two for two. I went with the weirdest child. Maybe Afro you guys Devo? just want to, like, go home? I guess. <laughs> Why would See I know Maynard's son's name? <laughs> Wait, I'm he sorry. He probably doesn't even know his son's Some, name. Somebody, el- somebody else had B. Who else had B? <laughs> I know. Did you have B? One, two. No, he did, because he, he looked did. at my answer. Fitzy had B. I okay. cheated. 100%. That's why you're not supposed to... I would have literally... That's why you're not supposed to... I mean, you're not supposed to throw the flashcard. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll mail okay. the block yeah. this time. Question number three. Which member of Tool is the creative force behind their videos? Oh, that's easy. Oh, is it A, Maynard James Keaton, B, Adam Jones, C, Justin Chancellor, or D, Danny Carey? Okay, everybody has an option. We'll start with Mark, B. who says B, Adam Jones. I see another B for Adam Jones. I'm going to go B for Adam Jones. Adam Jones. B, Adam Jones. I'm going to go different because I'm weird. Yeah, well, Anthony, you're very wrong. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that Adam Jones matter. also helped on Jurassic Park, if you guys yeah. didn't know that. He did. He's a special effects artist. Okay, so Dan is three for three. All right. <laughs> Don't inflate his yeah. ego. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Question number four. Okay. Fill in the missing lyrics. The light that blank our fire then has burned a hole between us. I'll repeat. The light that blank our fire 
then has burned a hole between us? Is it A, fueled, B, was, C, fed, or D, held? Can you say the lyric again? The light that blank our fire then has burned a hole between us. I get two cards up, waiting for three players. What was the... (laughs) (laughs) What is Wyoming? (laughs) What was the option again? (laughs) Fueled, was, fed, held. All right. Mark on my left. D, held. Held. A, fueled. Uh, A, field, A, field, A, field. Field is absolutely correct. Really? This ah. seems so cliche for Maynard. I don't know why. It seemed too obvious. All right, so we're four questions. What in... song is that from? Oh, my God. I don't like this chair. Don't make me look that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lateral, it's, well, it's off Lateralis. It's, yeah. uh... Lateralis? So what you're telling me is you guys all had lucky guess because you can't tell me what song it came from. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. I can't, I can't remember what I did. I'm so bad about facts. Five like, I, that's the last thing I care I'm about. I'm a scientist ever. and I'm bad about facts. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's son's name. All right, we got, we got two more. And it's all question right, number right. five. Which two songs did Tool win a Grammy for? Is it A, Schism and Stink Fist? B, Schism and Sober? C, Schism and Enema? Or D, Enema and Prison Sex? What? I'm gonna say. <laughs> Who follows the Grammys? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck follows the Grammys? I'm gonna say one more, B. One more time. Because well, those yeah, are yeah, the answers. Again. The answers. Okay. Schism, and, Schism and Stinkfist. Alex, yep. can I hear the question again? <laughs> Which, two answer, songs, I mean? Which two songs did Tool win a Grammy for? Mm-hmm. A. Schism and Stinkfist. B. Schism and Sober. C. Schism and Enema. Or D. Enema and Prison Sex. Okay, I'm going to say I'm ready. B because I think those two songs were their most... Okay, Schism yeah, and yeah, Sober. I'm, Dan is going... I'm the B as well. I'm B. Schism and Sober. Yeah. I got C, Schism and Enema. I got B, you Schism and Sober. Prison Sex. The, the <laughs> song titled Prison Sex. Anthony says B, Schism and Sober. C, Schism and Enema is absolutely what right. Oh, you're just making fun of me? Wow. Is that going to go? Oh, wow. more credit. Was man. that the only one that got that? I, think. I believe so. Oh, we knew it was definitely not prison sex. You're kidding. <laughs> I knew that. I don't think other drop people B. here knew that. That was a drop B, right? The Grammy wouldn't be that, given to that somebody who yeah. wrote it those right. words. D2 Question number six. Right. And what looks to be our final question Aww. will be, what sport was Danny Carey offered oh. a chance to play at several small colleges? I I got this. Was it A, baseball, B, soccer, C football or D basketball. You're looking at I don't know. Are you are you playing by the rules? <laughs> right I've already I'm already up there. <laughs> don't show, I can't don't change. Show All right. He's our, it, I got Mark. No, he's he's. he's I, I know he's it's not even new, you guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got Mark, them. Dan, and Fitzy have D for basketball. basketball. The only reason I know this. I have is one for football, uh, and I have one for right, soccer. I want to know the answer. Yeah, the answer is D basketball. Yeah, he always wear basketball jerseys. Yeah, he always wears. Yeah, he has Lakers <laughs> all the time. That's he plays in Lakers jerseys. Yeah. That's the he's a big so, basketball fan. It is tall as fuck. After six questions, our winner. 
of the Are You Smarter Than a Heavy Metal over a Six Pack Host is Dan. Daniel. Daniel. Oh, five yeah. correct Fox answers. You can all Damn. suck a fuck. No. <laughs> how does one How does one do that? Is there a YouTube video for that? If we are actually going off of Are You Smarter Than a Heavy Metal over a Six Pack Host, which is Anthony. Okay. Oh, oh, you were cut off. We have a wounded soldier. Party foul. Oh. Party foul. The oh, everybody yeah. except for Mark. Is actually I smarter than a heavy metal versus yeah. oh, wow. oh, Mark. We all so thought stupid. you were the smartest. Yeah, but also remember, yeah. I cheat. So if you negate my one B for cheating <laughs> on the second one, when I literally looked at Dan's answer, <laughs> then you still you beat Anthony cheated. by one, so you're okay. Okay. Wow. wow. What was the? I'm ashamed of myself. I don't even remember yeah, what that was. was that I should just go to wait the car. You're supposed to be the quiet <laughs> intellectual, Mark. You're driving us home. <laughs> you're certainly not. You're gonna learn how to drive stick. That's true. You are correct. You are correct. That is correct. Okay, so I'm going to ask you on air. Are you guys sure you don't want to share another song? Yeah, man. I mean, we have a subterfuge. Um, that song is just... Uh, it's raw. It's like raw raw energy. I just... You get really angry, and then it, and it's, it's very, like, manic, where it just... It, it, it has these, these moments where it breathes into, like, a very kind of major tone, but... Uh, it, it it has those heavy points too. I think it's also our most grungiest, more yeah. grungiest song. Like it's, it sounds like a grunge song. I think um, lyrically, uh, the name of the song is you know the word means to like deceive somebody to get what you want, and uh, so that's basically what the song is about. About people who kind of stab you in the back or or you know say one thing to your face and something goes on your back just to achieve their goal. Awesome. This is up the future. Enjoy.
right. We're going to call this segment Open Platform Time. Yikes. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a second to shit on a band called Journey. (laughs) (laughs) Journey? Shit away, sir. But people like them, Mark. Yeah. A lot of people like Journey. Yeah, we used to play in you know? a, uh, a long time ago. We used to, when we were like, not even really a band, we used to do like an like open mic thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Chicken Bone. Chicken Bone. God rest his soul. And uh, let me tell you, the one, what's the, what's the song they play at? Uh, Don't Stop Believing? No, no, like no, no. At, uh, at, at, the, at Fenway Games, too. It's like Sweet Caroline. It was oh, like that's that. a journey, though. That's no, I know, but it was like that in Journey were like the two <laughs> most requested. Th- it was like, you think people say Freebird all the time when no. you're on stage? And no, it's fucking Journey and whatever. Sweet Caroline were the things that people Who always used to it? ask to play. Okay, it's awful. I hate to interrupt. Yeah. But like you said, the word chicken. You said chicken bone. Yeah. Is that bone. the one that was actually rescued by Bar Rescue? And they yes. Went, yeah. They, yeah. Twice, they reversed then, it. Yeah. yeah. So, so John they drove, Bar Rescue drove it into the ground. No, no, it was it was Bill Rodenheiser. Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> okay, so Shout that was the Bill bo- okay. Rodenheiser. Yeah, yeah, That's all I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, because yeah, yeah. no, it no. seemed to be doing fine beforehand, right? No, because so this is the guy that. Listen. <laughs> ben knows the story, guys. So we played at this place like oh, ten times, and then Bill oh, Rodenheiser God. bought this place, and he Fucking like yeah. he drove it into the ground, and so he had to call John Taffer to bring Bar Rescue to help his bar because it was so he had like this like construction slash like waste management business and he so was running mafia. he was running this like cuz he thought it would be fun but like running a like i, so I run a, a restaurant business. running restaurants suck it's dude it's just and wicked hard and live music and we, so we yeah. started dealing with this guy and we were like dude we played here a bunch of times he's like yeah but i need you to like provide us what he put us through he, he was like DVD. i need you to provide us some music and we're like okay we can provide so we like got a cd together we like cut a cd to like give to him and he's like, yeah, I need you to provide us like a music video as music well. Video. And we were like, okay. So, so we, we actually we recorded that and we like gave it to him. Us. Like we've packed this place before, uh, and and he like just didn't respond to us at all. And yeah. like six months later, we saw it, it on the Bar Rescue. He just showed. <laughs> we're like, wait, that's the Chicken Bone. <laughs> this show that we've been watching, and uh, and so like we knew, he didn't listen to any of the things that this guy told him, and. Big surprise! Six months later, they they just disappeared. <laughs> they had already closed their place in Boston. That, they just well, that disappeared. Too, the Boston place, right? Yeah, but Didn't before they that, it? what they opened it and like months later they closed it, right? In Boston. Yeah, in Boston? yeah. There was. The I Boston, actually yeah. am not. I'm not trying to attribute that. I think that was before Bill actually got on. Oh, was but, it? But regardless, uh, we. I thought, I thought it was irregardless. Irregardless, irregardless guy. If you're from around here, it's irregardless kid. <laughs> they, they were closed before they even got us on the bill again, and uh, it was their loss, man. That's yeah, that was shitty. Yeah, was it? But before that, before that, it was um, Scott Damgard. Shout out Scott Damgard. Uh, that guy's amazing. He he had this open mic jam thing that was that got us started as a band. It, it totally did. I guess that's probably where we really started to like yeah. actually yeah. play together. Playing Alice in Chains covers yeah, and for sure. like, oh, let's be an Alice in Chains cover. The Journey. Yeah, we were sitting on Journey. Yeah, I unwillingly played Journey. How do we forget to shit on Journey? Like, I mean, uh, Mark, do you want to take this one? I mean, you got a lot to say here. 
I don't know. You talk I just want to say that Jenny sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, Steve think, Perry you think they're is good not now. a good lead yeah, singer? Like, What's his was name? Like, you know his name? Yeah, I've, I, you know your enemy, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you <shouldn't laughs> know about them. Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> Journey was a preconceived idea by the producer. It was uh, before there were any band members of the Journey. I know this. There was already Journey. There was a, a conception think... of what it would be. Yeah. You think boy so they were like a boy band? By somebody that yeah. wasn't even a musician. This is pre-boy bands. That makes yeah. them even worse. That was just <laughs> right. fire. It was awesome. like yep. based on an idea, which was prog in concept, but like... Not executed well. Not executed well. <laughs> According to us. <laughs> well, we're right. Well, right. coming, up on, our, <laughs> right. coming like, up on our next episode, the uh, Scarab tribute to Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't, we didn't know. The awkward. Actual. Sorry. I'm just kidding. That wouldn't happen yet. Okay. <laughs> the actual full band Journey. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. actual, <laughs> the actual band Journey is here next week, guys. They're actually that outside. Would be like, that would actually, right now. That would actually be like our co-host, Jay. Yeah. He's hosting that podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's episode. <laughs> Would he be offended by my hatred of Journey? Who knows? I, I, <laughs> Who I, knows? I have no read on that man whatsoever. <laughs> We've all, we're only like what fifty? I've known him for what six in? years. <laughs> I still have no read on him. It's fine. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a worst band, in my opinion. You don't have a least I, favorite band. No, I don't. But there's there's a video, which, if you Google. The worst band in the world covering Pink Floyd. Oh my god, oh, that video was. You will understand. Amazing. Is that us? No. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're, we're number two. We're, no, we're oh, right yeah, after man. them. That's number two, though. We're right after we're them. Two. But the first I one. So close. <laughs> I can hear the distortion. The, you can't. Edit the first that band out. is like this. This is like it's a bunch of like you know fifty year olds and it is garbage. <laughs> like I don't think I've ever heard a worse cover yeah. in my life. I think it's the worst song I've ever heard. Of one of my favorite songs. I like. I, I wanna. I wanna watch it and listen to it right now because it's so bad. It's like you can't look away. It's like a car wreck. Yeah. You like rubberneck and drive it by to see this shit. Yeah. Worst band in the world covers me. Dan, what is your least it. favorite band then? Least favorite band? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Right? Probably Wash Brain immediately. <laughs> 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 you said that way too easily. It just rolled off your tongue. Uh, I liked it when I was. Okay, if we have the hot dog conversation and the podcast breaks up a band, <laughs> we are not held responsible for any, right. anything that happens outside of these walls. <laughs> Told you we shouldn't assign that waiver. <laughs> Fitzy, did you say your least favorite band? I love. Journey sucks. Whoever <laughs> yeah. sings fucking Sweet Caroline sucks too. Neil Diamond. You know, Neil Diamond. I was Neil gonna Diamond. say Rod Stewart. I love. They're I know interchangeable, Rod Stewart, right? Rod Stewart was in. Uh... Oh, we found his guilty pleasure. <laughs> he actually <laughs> loves Neil Diamond. Diamond. Comes out. Yeah, Rod, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart was in Faces. Fitzy loves Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart in Faces was good. Do you guys have have least favorite? Bands. God, anything like, country. Do we have oh, least favorite, favorite bands? Yeah. Anything country. Bands. I love them. Garth Brooks. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy I mean, Ray Cyrus. All right, that's a that's a sensitive subject because like <laughs> the, the 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 lady friend upstairs like she's a huge country thing. Uh oh. So I I've gone to more country concerts. You can see like, so you've gone to I'm it. Sorry. You've listened to it. Yeah, I've had to. I'm sorry for your loss. Like, I'm like there. 
Luckily, we can tailgate, so, so that's, funny. that's why. I, so there's nothing that beer pain. can't fix. Obviously, right. I have friends pain. that have like, true. you know, are like big country fans. Like, oh, dude, the chicks—they're so hot. You got to go to these shows, blah blah. blah. Like, yeah, but I mean, I yeah, but have they're... a strong distaste of the music. I hate it. It's gonna, it's <laughs> that's gonna be a strong distaste. It's gonna be it. the most boring thing I've ever watched it's in my all life. Sounds the same. But like, is it's it worth the sacrifice? It's like watching paint dry. It's like every song's the same. You know, they're always talking about the same thing. I'm a teacher, um, and I, my colleague, uh, gave an assignment to her students, and it was to find a country song that doesn't mention a truck, uh, <laughs> a beer, a or, or already, like, already, you know, farm equipment. Yeah. I don't know something or a tractor or something, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't. Yeah. Like, could they all. You know, I'm just letting know everyone's <laughs> gonna fail. <laughs> But here's your assignment. <laughs> well, since since we've since we've gone here with this, I, I, I'll actually present like this this opinion. Um, I was listening to uh, WAF. The Aaron um, Lewis thing. Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis was doing an interview on uh, AAF. Aaron Lewis every summer has a golf tournament in the uh, in the uh, Metro Boston area, and there's usually a concert involved with it. It's like Aaron Lewis and Friends. Now Aaron Lewis is obviously crossed over like he's had his country act since he's left stained kind stained, of thing. I didn't okay <clears throat> <laughs> yeah stained anyone who's not aware so um they were asking him it's like well what's the difference like between like the metal and the, like the hard rock and like the country like the back scenes the like the backstage and like whatnot. I knew what AAF was trying to get from them. AAF was trying to get from is like, oh man, the metal girls are like, you know, like woo, like yeah. you know, like just <laughs> but like complete party and like you know flashing and like whatnot. Air Lewis's actual answer, like, what the difference between metal and the country is, like, nobody writes their own songs, man. Yeah. Like you got this handful of writers. And all they do is they go out and they scour the country for like all these pretty faces, and they just throw them out there with their songs. I mean, isn't that the case with pop in general? Isn't that yeah, yeah? You know, like uh, if you look at like a. um, But it's so funny, like when you listen to like somebody who's like actually there now. Well, I mean, to me, it's the same thing that happened in in Motown, right back, back in the '60s, right? Is like you had the the musicians were the people who made. I mean. Actually, I'm going to go back and say James Jamerson would probably be one of my biggest influences, right? Is like you had phenomenal musicians who were making music, and all they did, Motown, was scour for the pretty face that was able to sing, sing the note, sing the put note. them on it. But like that music, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of there's country songs that I hear, and I'm like, truck, blah blah blah, all this this whole thing. But like there'll be a good guitar solo in there. Right, and you're right, like, right. oh, why is that there? Why is that living in that shitty realm of that, you know? Right. It, it's it, it's unfortunate because there's a there's some good musicianship that's behind some of the songs, but, like, that whole... It's just part of the machine, man. It's so part of the music. One of the, one of the, the concerts, music-making machine. One of the concerts I had actually... And I'm not going to say suffer through on this one, but I saw Brantley Gilbert. I don't know who that is. Brantley but... Gilbert, he's a country artist. Yeah, but his he has a band. There's a like a like, full band. Like, like there's him there's a band like... behind him, yeah. and like they'll do fills where they're like they're doing some Pantera, and like 
They're Whoa. all tattooed. <laughs> They're all fucking. They got chains. They got the whole nine yards. It's like, why are you? What are you guys doing, man? It's like somebody lost? somebody got a hold of them. It's like, dude, you'll make more money this yep. way. That's yeah, exactly what happened. I think They're it's musicians. Funny because They're just getting paid. Uh, five finger death punch. Mm. Their yeah. guitarist Jason Hook, like the lead guitarist, yeah. used to play for Hillary Duff. Mm. Like wow. He was he was a musician. Oh, they're really musician. Yeah. It's yeah. like they get paid to, to exactly. play music. Yeah. But yeah. I've <laughs> I've always said if anybody walked through that door and say, "Hey, Marcus and Anthony, here's a three million dollar check, bro." Right. Write these, like, yeah. play these songs. I'd be yeah, like, I mean, if that's it, you know, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, that's, if that's your, if that's your skill, that's and, that's, and that's and that's what you're willing to do right. to do that. Player. That's yeah. uh. And Five Finger, I mean, yeah. they even did a good cover of Sounds of Silence. If you haven't heard that, I mean, it's, it's decent. It's like Five it's Finger. Five Finger. I think that's the. Uh, I thought that's disturbed. Talk about disturbed. Is it? Yeah. Is that? It is disturbed. Oh, they did. Um. Oh, they did a Bad Company then. They did. Yeah. They oh, also they did, did uh, the Black that and Blue, that country song with uh, friggin' Brian Br- May of Queen and oh, like, okay. and Bradley, Bradley, Gilbert. Bradley Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird, so weird. But sounds of sounds is disturbed. It is. Disturbed. Yeah. David yeah, they, they did a decent oh, yeah. job. I mean, they've done a lot of covers. Now, wrong. To yeah. go back to what we were originally talking about, was like as far as like pooing on bands, like kind of a thing. <laughs> That's a weird word to use. Pooing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where that's what I did. Do do on bands. Is Christopher Robin part of this? Like, I'm not sure. Do do we me? I can't take it back now. It's already said. It's already uh, said. It's, it's, like, it's documented. It's it's hard to uh, it's hard to uh, to hate a band because like it's like one of those things. Like if it doesn't like men, like you know aesthetically please you, I just move on. Yeah, yeah. I listen. Well, that's, I listen to I listen to too much music. Yeah, yeah pro- I mean, well, that's I mean, a problem with bands like Journey people- is because like you're going out to a bar or something like back in the day you go to the bar, and that's all they fucking play. So you, my like, only, you can't get escape. My only concern music. for the world is that like they're stuck on things like Journey. It's like we want to hear and the why? "Don't Stop Believing." It's like why? why no, they no, love no. That it's like no, like branch out. Hey, like Find get out there. Else. Like go, like forget the jukebox shit. I mean, like, right. Christ, there's streaming services for days now. You can mm-hmm. listen to whatever you want yeah. right now. And, like, the musicians are getting, like, hosed in the process. But, like, you can, like, totally listen to their shit. And, like, well, I mean, that's why a lot of garbage music comes out, right? Is because, like, it's not worth it for people who are artists that are willing to make their own music. Yeah. It's not, like, fiscally worth it for them to do it. They're, I mean, they're being paid how much per stream right you can you can write a song that all of us you know it's like what somebody might like one of the songs that we play tonight and they'll go and they'll download it and they'll stream it and they'll do it as much as they can but like it's not you need to do it because you love it for 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 you know for someone who's not looking to make a a financial gain from it and right. it's really hard to do that it is it is very uh, hard and, and I think you have to uh, market it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, have you, to, you have to you have to give up a lot to... well it's funny because ever since we started this we've found numerous bands that are phenomenal yeah. that they're just they're so small yeah you know what I mean and they could easily be on the top you know what I mean but we no one knows about them they're so right. small you just yeah, they're you know small what I mean? and they're regionalized. So, mm-hmm. like, people get stuck in like their region, and 
like one of the things that we always stress on these podcasts is like anytime that we share this music, anytime that we have featured artists, is like you have to go like seek these guys out. Like we claim no ownership to like any songs like whatsoever. Like it's like everything is linked out. You have to go and check these bands out. You have to go support them live. You have to like support like the merch. You have to like you have to go. You have to do the whole night, the whole nine yards. Like back in the early, like the late nineties, early two thousands, like that was a thing. Like you had like that's how bands like thrive. Man. Like, you hear a song, you buy the CD. Right. Right. People buy the do that anymore, disc. Though. Buy yeah. the shirt. Go out and see them live. Like mm-hmm. that's it. That's the scene. You don't have to buy the CD anymore. You can just download the, the song. One song and, yeah. and that's like it's like a lost art. Is like mm-hmm. listening to albums. Yeah. Like nobody listens to albums. I mean, unfortunately, I, I'm one of the ones who still buy CDs. If I right. like a band, I will buy. Well, unfortunately, the that's very fortunate. Yeah, it's, it's good. No, no, you're no, in the minority, yeah. but it's it's a good yeah. no. good minority to be in. I'll yeah. actually. Because this is actually one of the things I actually wanted to talk to you guys about. Because like even like on your social media presence, who's responsible for the artwork? Uh, that would be our friend uh, Greg Kaplan. Yeah. Uh, over genius. at Greg'sDesign.com. Mm-hmm. Greg's Design. Yeah, genius um, artist. He's a f- yeah, he's a phenomenal um, artist. He did both of our covers. Our next one isn't out yet. Um, I don't even know like. Did we like say this is like kind of what we want? Yeah, and yeah he gave, just him, gave him an him. idea. Yeah. We and worked and very closely with would, him. He would draft something. He would right. come back and be like, no, it's. Because going back to the hard copy thing, like that's what, one of the cool things. You buy a hard copy, yeah, you get is, that band. You get the artwork. booklet, yeah, you get the whole you get the yeah, lyrics. You guys got some cool ass artwork. You do agree. Yeah, this yeah. was yeah. like, Thank you know, when we, when we had first like come out with the first CD, you know, this was pre, I guess for us was pre everything be digital probably already was that way but we still were very very in the mindset of like an album you you buy you buy something like you get something in your hand and uh, at the end of the day you get to flip through a booklet and look through art and I think that's something that's important as like a a listener that you get a visual aspect too Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember um, when Tool came out with 10,000 Days, they came out with like those little glasses that came yeah, with the right. uh, artwork <laughs> and it would turn the artwork 3D. Really? Like, That's cool. Uh, Maynard, well, I could always quote him as saying, like, yeah, like we still make albums, not just right. songs. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that anymore. But, you know, uh, I guess we've always been in the mindset of like album people. We used to just sit around and like hang out in a room smoke a bunch of pot and just listen to albums yeah I don't care if a song is good like anybody can make a good song but can make a good album well I I grew up with like Rob Zombie and stuff and his like artwork and stuff was phenomenal yeah the booklets and stuff like the whole it was an experience that's what you would do that's you buy into for sure correct yes yeah it's a lost art it is unfortunately it probably won't come back which sucks I don't know man I feel like I go to a lot of shows that are not no longer like well, the mainstream bands and come stuff. back from yeah. uh in in like you go there and you buy their their art you go there and you buy their their vinyl you go there yeah. and, and, and get it in person and, and not only do you get it you buy it from the person that's making it uh which i i have to say like some of the best shows i've ever seen have been now more recently bands that are coming through and playing in smaller <laughs> clubs. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I feel like that's coming back. I think uh, I think something people are still very interested in seeing music in a more intimate venue. Like we've mm-hmm. had our we've had our heyday of 
you know, the big old rock, you know, arena stuff. And that's, I think we want to see things more intimate now. Agreed. And I think that's something that we deliver. Do you think that you have to be in a certain mentality to like, so you hear a song, I know I, I could probably speak for the rest of us. And if you hear a song, you like a song, you want to hear more of the band. And like you're saying, you seek them out. Um, but do you think there's, you have to be like a certain kind of person to like, oh, well, I want to hear what else they have to hear. Because a lot of people, I think they just hear the song and that's all they want to hear is that song over and over and over again. There's no like, listener. you got to right. get, yeah. Yeah. how many people are active. You have to get past the spoon fed yeah. mentality. Right. Like, it's like one of those things is like, okay, here's a single. Okay, yeah, I like that single. Go further. Right, right. I've I've always been someone who I just buy the album right away. Right. If I hear it, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I just, but I'll, there's I'll make, so you know, few right. people I think that you think so? yeah, that think are with like the that. with the 99 cent song yeah. right. mentality. Right. I guess that's hard. Yeah, you though. got you, like what you have to do is you have to like cater to like to the fan. It's like man, you're like you have to like attract their you have to get their attention quick, and then it's like. Dude, go check out the rest. Yeah, yeah. But there's been, there's been so many bands that have, like, their... And I always go back to... You look at, like, Smash Mouth. They had Walking on the Sun. was, mm-hmm. like, the biggest thing in the world, right? right? Mm-hmm. If you listen to the rest of the album, it's so much better than that song. Of course. Right. So much better. Right. And I've never people, heard it, but of course it is. Right. <laughs> but people don't realize that. They go for the one that everyone wants to and hear. And they judge it completely. But there's so much album. better stuff on the rest of the album that nobody, um, nobody that, picks up on. That speaks, on. like, is, is your music... Is it a product that you're trying to sell, or is it something you're doing that you just want to put out there. I mean, you know, artists like Picasso wasn't trying to, like... He wasn't trying to, like, put this out... He was just trying to make money, you know? Right. The, the, the landscape has changed so much today that, like, our, our, our single streams on Spotify, is that is that where you're making money? No, no. I think what, what Fizzy was trying to say earlier is that, like, where, where artists are making money today is by providing something truly unique. And that's not easy to do. I think it's a live Especially show experience. Mm-hmm. I think it's a live show experience that, that people too. want to. And what's unfortunate too is like the bands aren't even making money on the live show experience. They're making money off of selling merch, merch. Right? merch. The live merch. show experience, right? So it's like you gotta play enough live shows so that you make enough money so that you can get merch and produce merch and then sell that. But even at that, it's like, what do what do people want to? I think right now we, I think people want to see live music. I do. Sure. Yeah. I like to think that. Yeah. Right. I do, man. I, I think there's there's a lot of people that, that are sick of the uh, I, I I know personally just like that arena rock, like it's fun to go to a show that there is whatever ten thousand people at or five thousand people I at hate or whatever being the fuck in it the is. Stadium. I but hate there's nothing like, better than being but, right near the stadium. You know what I mean? I'm gone. I'm talking done with that, the band. Dude. I've yeah. seen the best shows I've ever seen mm-hmm. have been in a small club. Yeah. Right. Like next to the band that I mm-hmm. really I like. You know, and it's like, one. I say we'll, we'll we'll preach all day long about Paradise Rock Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. saw a yes. tray you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was like us in stage. They were spitting on us. Yeah, they, they were like, like high-fiving right us yeah. as they're playing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Danny and I saw, uh, saw Neurosis. And Bear, at, uh, like, like Beartooth opened for him. Yeah. And that yeah, was Bear like, Tooth. and we saw Isis too at Neurosis. Like, Beartooth yeah, is huge right now. We saw them at Paradise Rock Club opening for Atreyu. We were like talking to their guitarist while he's setting up. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like... Right, it's a much more intimate experience. And that makes a difference, I think. Well. <laughs> well. 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 Fucking 9 p.m. Mm. 8.56. <laughs> I'm going to have another beer. 8.58. I think. 
I'll drink all night. I don't yeah, care. Right? <laughs> it's Saturday. Don't, don't, work tomorrow. Tomorrow. don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, have another beer if you want me to or not. <laughs> I wish I had another game for us. We could play like more games. Yeah. I might. Hold on. Let me look at my desktop. All right. We got foosball. We got pool. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the listeners probably won't like us playing foosball. <laughs> no, so we'll, 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 we'll mic each pocket there you so go. they can only hear how much I yep. suck at pool. I just spin it till it you know, goes in. But in all seriousness, you guys, awesome. Yes. Great thank time. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you, thank you for awesome. coming thank you for us. Thank you yeah, so much thank for having us. sharing. Thank you, Michael, for yeah. <laughs> reaching out to Mike you guys. Mike yeah. thank you, yeah. sir. Shout out to Mike Petro. This is an awesome time. Yeah, thank you guys. These uh these dudes are like definitely like worth checking out. I, I can sure. actually tell you like one of the first like one of the things that I don't know why like my 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 senses have been like picking up on this, but like the bass. <laughs> it it, it makes bass, it ro- so. no good. Sure, is is actually phenomenal, Fitzy. <laughs> so as much as star. as much as I hate to like to inflate like I told you not to inflate ego I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm telling you honestly I'm giving you honest reviews because like literally like hours before you guys actually like, showed up here I had to like clean this room and like I just had it like over the PA and it was, just, it was like absolutely phenomenal so like I'm glad you liked it like a testament to our um, the producer too the guy who recorded us and you sir yeah. Mark. Are the softest speaking person for like such a powerful vocal. <laughs> I'm a teacher too. Can you imagine? <laughs> Molding things young minds. change when I'm on a stage. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, I, I I ruined a plug. Like, who produced it? Um, over at Joe. What's his name? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Apparently, we all forget. Chris Wright. Chris Wright. Chris Wright produces the, the new. No, 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 no. New album. About, I say apparently I didn't. Joe oh, Tooley. You know what? No, <laughs> I'm, like, talking, I'm talking about the old anything. album. You Joe guys Tooley talking about the new at album. At Q Division, and then we have Chris Wright. So I, I, I assumed he was listening to the old stuff. Yeah. So. So. In any event, yeah. I'm glad we don't have a bass player that just plays the notes of the guitar player. It's <laughs> much, much, much needed in our type of music. These guys are definitely worth like a checkout. They're definitely like a down, worth a download, and they're definitely worth a like on all of their uh, social media platforms. That's the whole reason why like we do this, and like these guys are like generous enough to actually like drive out to uh, Winch, Kentucky. <laughs> Winch, Kentucky. Winch, Kentucky. I think it's Winch, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make bigger logs. Did see a lot of cows. They came out in the middle of nowhere, and you know what? They shared beers for days with us. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys actually might be like top, like top of the list right now as far as like the beers that like you share with us, like the main beer company and so Jack's Abbey. Shout out Jack's Abbey. Jack's Abbey. <laughs> The Haponius. Haponius Union. So even when we sign off, we're going to continue to drink some beers, right? We can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Are, are they kicking us out? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not kicking you anywhere. <laughs> no, thank, thank you guys but, for having us, man. But we're, we're, we're probably going to end the recording, though. Yeah. That's fine. That's end cool. End the debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> so I thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. Man. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, great appreciate time. it. And, Yeah. Check these dudes out. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. That after we post this, won't even be going on anymore. Yeah, it'll be like June first when we <laughs> post this. <laughs> like that's cool. I, I, I'd plug ourselves, but it's super pretentious. <laughs> actually, you should. That's Smash actually, that like button. No, that's actually the the. That's what you were 
that's that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's a good that's a good yeah. thing. Websites, washbrain.com, Facebook slash wash washbrain. Yep, immediately. We're gonna drop Check a new out. album. Our album's coming out next week. What SoundCloud? SoundCloud, YouTube. And it should be everywhere, man. Should yeah. be Spotify, iTunes, Paramecium Dream. You can find Flight of Flight on there as well. Yes. Sure. Download the artwork. Put it up on your desktop. It's great artwork. All right, hey, like, share, listen, repeat. Watch brain, watch brain immediately. Thank you, thank, thank you, you sir. thanks, man. Good night. Appreciate you guys. Okay, so I was listening to that sounder, and I actually think that, like grabbing another beer would be like a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, like this specific day, probably yes. <laughs> This was long. This was rather long. Long day. We had some good beer, though. We did. Okay, I forget. Who, did, who, who was I going to give a, uh, a review for? This one. This one? That one. Okay. Main beer company. <clears throat> I believe uh, the Fitzy has brought that for Fitzy us. Fitzy brought us for the... Uh, so out of Freeport, Maine, the Woods and Waters. This is an India Pale Ale that... Smooth, silky, smooth, silky smooth, very nice, very drinkable, very crushable. I mean, I actually would have said that was like a session. You know what's awesome about these guys? These guys actually brought beer. They did. They brought the. uh, They brought cool beer from their own hometown. The Haponius Union from Jack Sappy, which I'm actually also very. I'm not an IPA person, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was the. I was actually like. You know when I when I when I read the description of the Hot Pony Union, I was like, meh, I don't mm. think I want that. You think it'd be like overbearing, but it's not. Yeah, like you think it was like kicking like the teeth, like with the hops, but like he brought they brought it and like I drank it and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. This is good. Very okay, good. so Hot Ponies Union and Main Beer Company Woods and Waters, five out of six. I give it. Yeah, I agree. I myself has brought my own Mexican cerveza. This is the uh, Cerveza de los Muertos, which is means the uh, beer of the dead. Uh, they had a few. Uh, there was like uh, there was a porter, there was an IPA, and then there was a Blondale. And I, I mean, we're in summertime, so I'm trying to avoid the the heavy stuff. I want to go with the lighter, you know, kind of goes with the summer. So I actually took the Blondale. Uh, so it says Death rides a pale horse. Which, what the fuck that means, I don't know. But, the beer itself, I mean, it's it's good. It's drinkable, as Marcus would say. It is crushable. It's fine. Fa- it, yeah, it, it, it's... But the thing is, is it doesn't, like, stand out to me. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's boring. It's, it's a nice beer if you just want a beer. If you just want a beer and you're not looking for anything special, this I is the beer. I want a beer. I mean, I mean yeah, that, that's different so, yeah, I know that's my own. That's my I, own personal problems. I would give this a three out of six. Ooh, yep. brutal. Yeah. All right, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. I sure am. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, and obviously, go check out uh, Watch Brain immediately. Awesome dudes. Yeah. Like we had a great time. They came in studio. Like that's always fun. Uh, good personalities. Great music. Yeah. For sure. Good hot dog conversations. I'm telling you. I I told you. 
You did. That was him smart. You, you, have, you have shown me the way of the hot dog conversation. All right. Like, share, listen, repeat. Enjoy. Goodbye. Night. <laughs>